I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yeah. Our mama, Miss Savannah, usually rock Prada, sometimes Gabbana, sticky for your cream and your riches, Zaza Gabor, Demi Moore, Prince Diana, and all them rich bitches, Puff Daddy pumped the Hummer for the summer, I follow, in the E-Class with the goggles, 96 models, bad click on the stroll, tell them how we roll, cruise control. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast, your host Rod and Karen. And uh Saturday, so we have to do our feedback thing, the thizzle. Um, that's where you guys write into the show, whether you leave us five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher, which we promise to read every five-star review on iTunes and Stitcher. Um, or sometimes you guys can uh, leave us emails, the blackouttips at gmail.com. You can hit us up on iTunes. Uh, wait, you can hit us up on the website, theblackouttips.com. And um, you can vote in the polls. You can leave comments on each episode. We read all that stuff. Um, there's a bunch of ways to get in contact with the show, and we appreciate the people that uh, that do that kind of stuff because um, it helps us out. It does. Um, and uh, you know, you guys are um, you guys are so dope. Um, but uh, yeah, so so you got you know all that stuff you can do. And uh, we read it, we respond, we let you guys know how we feel, and we just appreciate the people that take the time out to do that. You can also become a premium member by going to theblackouttips.com slash premium and signing up there. Um, that's always a good look as well because, uh, you know, we can use money. Uh, you can also do stuff like become a recurring donator, mm-hmm. uh, a one-time donator. It's all in the right-hand uh, column. Yep, and it's as big or as small as you choose. Yeah, so um, you know, I'll, I'll you know, I, I hope you guys are. I'll take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. We got to ask Karen. Did you do the Facebook and Google Plus? I, I, mm-hmm. All right, cool. Um, all right, so uh, let's actually talk about the people who did donate because those are. Some very important people that we would not be able to do the show without. So let me play nope. my music. I dedicate this song to recession, depression, and unemployment. This song's for you. Today's a new day. That's right, guys. Some of you donated. And we love to give you some props. So let's go down the list. First... Calvin N., recurring donator. Thank you so much. Thank you, Calvin. We appreciate you, Calvin. We do. Got that job at McDonald's and you're putting it to good use. Ah, yes, you are. Uh Pretty soon you'll be at management with Calvin. (laughs) Gerard L., thank you for the recurring donation, Gerard. Thank you, Gerard, sweetie. Tawana J., we appreciate your recurring donation, Tawana. Yes, we, we thank you for uh, passing out the fans this morning. Dwight R. Thank you so much, Dwight. That's a new one. Uh, I think we we oh. never had Dwight before. Is that new? Oh, it might be. Well, if so, then welcome to the new members uh, class and appreciate you completely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I be forgetting, y'all. It's just so many. I'm so, I'm sorry if, you know, but if, but if anything, you you can be the, um, uh, repeat members, you know, I'm just making you repeat the class. That's all. <laughs> Dorian D. Thank you very much, Dorian. Thank you, sweetie. Chandra G. Yes. Chandra G. Thank you so much for your recurring donation. Yeah, she just joined the Usher Boy. We see you, girl. Cedric W. Cedric W. Thank you so much for your recurring donation. We got a one-time donation from Dana B. Oh, thank you, Dana. Thank you, Dana. Yeah, we thank you for shipping your money from out of state. 
Linwood C. We appreciate you. He started in the ABA and he's kept all his money. Ah! <laughs> Linwood sound like an old ABA old. basketball player. Real old. He got a, he, back in the day, he had a fro in the mustache. <laughs> uh, Gabriel L. Thank you very much, Gabriel. Recurring yes, donator. Gabriel. And Deborah C. with the one time donation and she says, heard you listening on, uh, heard you listening to an Evening Jones episode when I was uh, on that with Bo last uh, week, I believe. So, thank you very much. Yes, and shout out to Bo. Thank you. Willie G. Willie. Oh, Willie G. <laughs> yes, Willie. I see you just on, um, came onto the Dickin' board, sir. Mm-hmm. They, they're going to trink you red over there. Using uh, your prostitution money to help us all out. Right. Michael F., recurring donation. Thank you, Michael. Yes. And Jared M., Jared M., all the way from the Natty. Thank you so much for your, for visiting us with the one-time donation. Yes. Uh, and uh, that's it for everybody this week. That was a lot of people. Yes. We we thank everybody that, that chooses to donate, one-time mm-hmm. or reoccurring. Exactly. Thank you. Oh, and my people say, oh, oh, oh. so much better when you're oh, oh, oh. Let's do it. Uh, we have feedback uh, a bunch of different ways. Um, first thing we'll do is uh, talk about um, uh, uh, the people who left five-star reviews. Karen, tell them how to do that. You can leave a five-star review on iTunes by using any Apple device and going to your iTunes section. And in your iTunes section, you can type in the black guy who tips under the search. And up in the left top-hand corner, it says stars, like leave, leave five stars. You can leave us a five-star, but we want you to leave a review, too. It doesn't matter what you say. As long as it's five stars, it will be read on the show and if you are outside of the united states this does include canada and mexico let us know by email social media twitter facebook or whatever because if not uh we don't see them because united states is like uh if you ain't the 50 we ain't worried about you yep um all right let's go ahead and read some uh itunes reviews where's my itunes i got there we go um now first we have an old one it was four stars but she changed it to five stars so i'm gonna read it on the show normally i wouldn't you know go back but i had to check yes great show five stars by amazing a-y-y-m-a-z-z-z-i-n-g love the podcast not a fan of his wife find myself getting really irritated and confused about her opinions <laughs> She seems too old school and not too knowledgeable on most topics, but they have five stars, so I guess she's tolerable to others. Other than that, uh-huh. hilarious podcast. I love it. He's great on Where's My 40 Acres as well. Well, I guess you just started a show then, huh? I guess for that one. Yeah. You know how it is. When yeah, you know how it is. I mean, you, you just married an uneducated <laughs> broad back here. She don't got no college degree. Where the fuck did she come from? Yeah, I'm just, you know, dragging you along, Cam. Right, and, uh, right. You, you, that. you holding me up. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm, I, but, 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 mister, I'm so glad that you married me. What would I do without you? I could, I couldn't survive in the world without you, you know, cause I'm just an ignorant, dumb broad <laughs> over here. Cam, can you please stop with your problematic opinions and, and your old school ways? 
Okay. That's right. You, 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 uh, I'm a cougar. You ain't know. Yeah. I'm tired of your old school stuff, Karen. Right. I'm, I'm 65. <laughs> I like them good and young. <laughs> uh, Demander in Chief says, Firecast Excellence, uh, five stars. Uh, just want to say your, that your show is a great show that gets me through my day, especially the rough days. It's nice that you and Karen have viewpoints that may or may not be mainstream. This show is a voice of reason. Keep up the excellence. Thanks, Demander in Chief. Thank you, too. And uh, uh, the person who left the, the five stars before, a lot of times, because my viewpoint and my opinion is mine, and a lot of times I even go against a lot of things that a lot of women stand hard for, mm-hmm. I think a lot of times people just don't understand. But 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 that's just a you problem, whoever wrote that. Most yeah, I don't, know, I don't know why anybody would say that you're old school or what. I don't even know. You know, mm-hmm. it's like one of those things where you just have to let it go because I don't mm-hmm. know what the fuck they could possibly be listening to i mean right we do a podcast in our house for god's sake what's old school about that you know what's old school nothing yeah you know um i think maybe that's just low-key like they don't like your voice or your accent right and they're trying to come up with another way to say that without just coming out and just flat out saying saying saying, bitch i don't like your country accent well my you know i'm glad you're the five star view and i hope you continue to listen but you know what i'm here and i'm here to stay so i'm all up in your ears bitch all up in your ears (laughs) you got to deal with me i'm here to stay (laughs) yep well you have been here for all 800 and some episodes so maybe you know maybe that person doesn't listen or uh they'll just have to wait till we do guest spots separately on other stuff i don't know um but uh ariel writes in fave podcast hand down hands down five stars so as much as i've listened to you guys i'm finally getting a chance to rate and catch you live online tbgwt podcast was the first podcast i ever listened to and i absolutely love you guys you keep me interested from the time you freestyle at the start of the show until you you give your goodbyes at the end i look forward to each episode and i feel some kind of way whenever i miss a show i look forward to more amazing episodes from the dynamic duo thank you for gracing us with your amazing show merci beaucoup au revoir I hope I pronounced any of that right. Yeah, I didn't know what that mean, baby. Thank Smiley you. face, <laughs> hug, hugs and kisses, Dynamic Diva 85. Thank you, sweetie. Uh, champion show, it's Shaheen, it's me, Shaheen, Shaheen, right, saying great show every time. I can pick a show randomly and still enjoy it. Rod is the coolest nerd and Karen is r- the real sweetness. I don't agree with every opinion, but the show is good. It's so good I have to respect that way of seeing things. Thanks for the greatness of the show. Keep them coming. Thank you. And now, I don't expect everybody to agree with everything. Oh, no, no, because that, that was make the world go round. And mm-hmm. the thing about it, just like we have opinions, you guys have opinions, too. And the thing about it is that we'll talk and communicate with people. And a lot of times I'm open-minded to go, okay, and view it different ways. Or as I get more information, my viewpoint will change. I just don't like talking to dumb people. That's all. But other than that, most people, I'm, I'm open-minded. Yeah, and I'm not freestyling at the beginning. Those are just... uh lyrics that from different songs that we like and shit Mm -hmm. um and then um what was the other thing i was gonna say uh yeah i think the difference with our show is compared to most shows our opinions are thought out researched most of the time yeah nuanced um 
and we try to you know examine what we try to and we're consistent and they're honest it's not just us trying to have a hot opinion or find just the funniest way the funniest angle the most controversial thing to say we don't need that shit to get people to listen to our show don't either Um, either you come or you don't and and that's the thing it's the and you said this and i believe this we don't want everybody we just want cool people and then and the thing about it is that uh cool people a lot of times they will they're more open-minded they're more free thinking because everybody there's some lot of dumb motherfuckers out there in the world when you try to include everybody and you can't please everybody mm-hmm. so you gotta just do your thing man right and either you come and stay or you come and leave like like it it doesn't matter to us such a great show five stars from dp0005 i found this podcast after listening to podcast fandom scandal review and i love it I work on a computer all day, so I'm always getting funny looks from coworkers because I'm laughing so hard with my headphones on. I found a couple of other good podcasts through this show, but TBGWT is still my number one. I basically want to be Rod and Karen's best friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, DP0005. Uh, we appreciate that. Yes, thank you. And you know what? I don't even listen to this. I don't watch Scandal, mm-hmm. but honestly, I love when you're on with Nina and them. Because it is just so, I don't even know what the fuck's going on. I know the characters because I kind of watch in and out. But it's just fun just to see you guys interact and see your, you guys love with the show and stuff like that. Yeah, that show is everything. And I, you know, if I ever get the chance to be on, I'll, I'll make time for Nina and them because, um, you know, obviously Nina is one of our favorite people. And mm-hmm. then um, just, you know, I don't get to talk scandal like because you don't watch it uh justin doesn't watch it like so many people i know just don't watch the show they got this weird type of hate for it and i don't no, i don't have a hate. i don't you know really uh, i know you don't care but i'm just saying so many people that i know right. have like a weird type of hate, hate where they don't yeah. even watch the show and they hate it so i don't really get to talk about it and dudes definitely don't watch the show so the only people i do know that watch the show are like like women and shit or you know randomly i'll find a dude or two but then it's always like a little bit of disdain there and i don't have like the same hang-ups and issues around her sexuality and her having a fair her morality and shit like that so i just want to talk about the show and so many people try to turn it into this big like referendum on black people and black women on tv and just a tv how we're portrayed like it's so much shit and you're just like i just like watching this show it's right it's like a soap opera to me it's so fun it's so good and so ratchet and then you know um so when you know i don't really get a, a lot of people don't reach out for me to be on these shows and stuff so then when um nina reaches out it's like yeah i'll make the time man i you know um love talking to me some scandal um so all right we got some reviews on stitcher here also same same deal five stars Dulla needs a five star review that says my favorite podcast i'm a new listener of about a month ago i really enjoy each episode you guys bring up the very valid talking points laced with utter hilarity i love guess the race and other shows you do listening to this podcast and spread my listening to other great podcasts like three guys on keep up the good work i hope to become a premium member really soon well, thank you, Della, and thank we hope you do you. too, buddy. Yes, we do. Think you'll enjoy even more stuff like the ratchetness of Balls Deep and <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Yeah, and the nerd off, yeah, and all and, other kinds of stuff. Lip yeah. fucking good and all that. Angela D says, "Love your show. I listened to your show discussing the video about street harassment. Thank you for standing up for women. Keep up the great work, Rob and Karen. That's Rod, but thank you, Angela, for listening." And, uh, yeah, man, a lot of women enjoyed what we said. A lot of men too. Like, mm-hmm. 
Um, there's some people that don't want to get it. They refuse to get it. It doesn't matter how much we talk about it. It doesn't matter what kind of analogy we make. They, they're not going to get it. But for those that are willing to at least examine another point of view, I feel like right. uh, a lot of people are at least learning something right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I meant to go in and say, yes, these are helpful reviews because they're five stars. Uh, Corey Monkey Blood Bowen says five stars. <laughs> and he says bars is the title of this. Love the show, Rod and Karen. I catch every episode because I know y'all will discuss the latest in pop culture and social issues that have, and have mad jokes. Though the premium and premium stuff is hard to keep track of, when I do get to listen, it's just as good as the main show, if not better. I just got one question that you may have addressed before, but I just want to know how do you pick out the rhymes you say at the beginning of the show? It's all random. There's no rhyme or reason behind it. Mm -hmm. It's all people I'm fans of Mm -hmm. for the most part, which is why there's like some repeat people. Like if you, you know, it's stuff, it's just stuff I like. So it's like little nuggets for people, especially like, oh shit, I know that one. Yeah. Most of the stuff is stuff I know by heart anyway, but every once in a while I'll reach out and just get something that's appropriate to the show. Like if we're doing a walking dead review, most of the time I actually will try to find something related to that, that episode. Yeah. Same thing for Game of Thrones. But most of other times it's just random. So no no rhyme or reason to it. Keep up the great work and great work and stay woke. Bacon soda, I got bacon soda. Uh deserve more, mama. Right? Smart, inspiring, and entertaining five stars. Finally getting to review the show after listening for six months. Anyway, BGWT is a podcast show I look forward to. Inspires me to work broader, uh, to think, to think broader about issues, even if I don't agree with Rod and Karen's perspective. And it's often entertaining. I have upgraded to the premium show. I haven't upgraded to the premium shows yet. Might just be a Christmas gift to myself. I'd be signing up for premium mostly to support the show. Even if I can't get to all the content provided, and I just want to say thank you. This show helps me get through my long work days filled with incess- incessant coworker babble. I put on my headphones and tune them all out. Well, thank you. Yes, thank you. And to leave us a a review on uh, Stitcher, depend on your telephone. Um, most smartphones you can leave a you can leave a iTunes shit. You can leave a Stitcher review through the Stitcher app. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you cannot leave a review through the Stitcher app, go to Stitcher dot com, type in the Black Who Tips, and leave us a five star review because I think on when we go search the page, they combine them all into one listing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and I know you can leave stuff on each episode so, i think but if you do that let us know because I don't, it's hard for us to track it yeah because for some reason when you leave them i didn't realize this but when you leave them per episode they don't um go to like the main five star right. review page they like actually just sit in per episode yeah so let us know when you do that because it's one of those things where uh yeah i could go check each one but it would take fucking forever yeah just let us know so we can just keep an eye out for it now we did get some comp. Yes, can go ahead. I know about to say. And also, when you leave a review on Stitcher, there is a delay. So I'm just so for people that left a review and be like, "Well, I left it a week ago" or something like that. Sometimes the shit is slow. You might have left it a week ago. We just got it today. They some they ain't the quickest on posting the reviews. Yeah. Now we did get um a comment on um Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and this is from brett who uh i guess he listened to oh wait should i just wait till we get to that number 816 yeah okay. all right yeah yeah i'll just treat it like a okay yeah all right remind me when we get to 816 okay all right so let's talk about people that left uh left comments on the episodes first of all 811 is a old is an episode from last week but denim queen just left her feedback for it and she mm-hmm. says chiming in late just wanted to say that i think 
I would think Vigo Mortensen or maybe even Pedro Pascal, Freaky Prince over in Martell in Game of Thrones would make a good Doctor Strange, but whatever. I'm going to trust Marvel with their casting choices. Smiley face. I agree. I do too. Think they uh think they've done enough to uh I I I trust them, but yeah, oh, he'd have been a good I, like just just seeing how he just acts and performs. He'd have been excellent. Yeah. We have episode 814 uh Penis Telemarketers. Uh, it was a feedback episode, um, a long one. And, uh, we got some, uh, feedback for that. Uh, anonymous writes, I would like to comment on your rant about veterans. I'm a combat veteran. I served in Iraq. As a medic, I have seen people blown up by roadside bombs. The aftermath of rocket and mortar attacks on civilians. I've been to, I've been to too many funerals with crying families. I can understand the satire of comparing video game deaths to real combat. You were being sar- satirical or sarcastic, I hope. Why would you really have to hope that? Was I not over the top enough? <laughs> right. Like, what the? Yeah. yeah. More of our people should go to the VA or the Wounded Warrior Project to see how serious combat can be. My my thing is this, guys. We are a comedy podcast. So most of the things we talk about, we talk about it from a satire perspective and point of view. So when we say shit like that, I hope you don't really think that we really think this shit like it it doesn't make any sense for you to come at us saying well i hope he was joking yeah i just it's very weird because people have their own personal issues that they are insecure about or they have hang-ups about it they're very or they take very seriously and they don't like that we are irreverent with the certain topics but we're reverent with every fucking topic Everything, just about. Even the shit we're serious about, minutes later we make jokes about. So right. we can talk about street harassment in one thing and be like, this is a serious topic and we think that people are crazy to be thinking of it this way. And then five minutes later with another story comes up, we'll be like, yeah, sometimes you got to be like, hey, bitch, let me see them titties. You know, like, and we're obviously making a fucking joke about the same thing. Right. So I need people to understand the duality that, I can take something serious in real life and I'm still going to make these motherfucking jokes on this podcast and nothing you can do is going to stop that. I don't think it's okay to, uh, like I wouldn't show up to a veteran's fucking funeral and be like, I parked in your space, you stupid motherfucker and piss all on this thing. So stop trying to train it like that. If you can't take the joke, don't listen to the fucking show. Right. Cause you know, it's a joke. You know, I know you know it's a joke before you type that shit. Um, you know, I, I remember the dude that wrote us, uh, he hit me up on Twitter separately and was like, yeah, man, why do you hate Christians? And I was like, what? Why do you hate Christians? I was like, I don't hate Christians. Well, you give them a hard time. I was like, I give everything a hard time yeah. on a fucking show. Yeah. He's like, well, you always talking about, I was like, if, if there's an article on the show and it's about religion, 99% of the time it's going to be us making jokes about it. Why? Because it's a comedy show. Regardless of what religion it is, we talk right. about gays, we talk about straights, right. we talk about Muslims. It's we- probably going to be something where we're trying to find an angle on the joke of it, right? Right. So why would you even listen to our show if you're like, man, they better not make a joke about this thing. Right. right. If you don't have a sense of humor about that topic, that's not our problem. That's your problem, sweetie. Yeah, so I don't, I'm, I'm consistent with my shit. I'll make right. a joke about anything. I joke anything. about myself. Me too. Like, what the fuck you want to do? But, um, yeah, man, um, as always, I find it hilarious when veterans die. And that's why I park in these spaces, cause it's so funny to me. Ooh, nothing better than an empty space. I'm like, mm. Most spaces for me when I hear about people dying in Iraq. I'm like, mm, all the spaces. You know what I do when I see a veteran in the wheelchair? I kick it over. 
I, yeah, I say thank you for your service to the country. And I hop in this wheelchair and I ride around in it. Ah! And I just do willies and have so much fun. Come on, man. What's wrong with y'all? Jesus Christ. Like the one dude, he wrote me again like, yeah, you know, he sent a link like this is parking space. Uh, this is how many people get hurt. And I was like, I wasn't parking in the spaces before, but now I want to. Like before it was a joke, but now every time I see one, I'm just going to pull into it. I'm sorry. <laughs> just for the hell of it. You, Even you, if I back up immediately, I'm just going to pull in it yeah. just, just, just to know that I'm making you bad. Why are you trying to turn me against the veterans, dog? Okay. I was on y'all side, but now I don't know. Uh, maybe I can't support the troops. I got to change it to something else. Troll the troops. Maybe that's what I'm going to do. Troll the troops. Just uh-huh. go around fucking with veterans of war. Smacking their signs down. Yeah. It's, I compared it to Halo. How much more of a joke does it need to be? Is that not an obvious... That's not an obvious joke. Yes. <sighs> Chris from Hawaii writes in, Was Anonymous serious when asking if you were being satirical or sarcastic? Apparently, they put, I hope, like they didn't believe. Like I was going to be like, no, I actually do think playing Call of Duty is the same as going to war. And yes. I should count. I, that should count. Yes, I think that everybody that signs up for the military mm-hmm. should die. What about my PTSD? Hmm? My thumbs? I can't use these thumbs for anything anymore. <laughs> Joystick. You get too hurt, they hurt. I got blisters on them from killing people with my thumbs because that is the same. Come on, man. Right. We know it's not the same. Now you're going to kill the joke. Uh, was anonymous, <laughs> was anonymous being serious? Yeah. So for real though, wasn't it evident as for the street harassment video, it achieved two purposes. Shout out to the great, late great Deacon Jones, which was to show how bad street <laughs> harassment can get, how unnerving it can be walking beside her for five minutes for real dude. And it further illustrates how the smoothness of cats from New York is vastly overrated. Assholishness of hollering at a lady of the street aside, do lines like that ever work? Yeah, that's the other thing. This shit don't even work. Come on now. It's well, <laughs> like somebody compared it to like the 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 lotto. You just throwing shit out there and hoping yeah. something sticks. But odds are you end up losing more than you end up taking home. Yeah, none of that. This shit doesn't work. Right, and well, most women ignore your asses. Yeah, it's a low. Like I said, we already said dick telemarketers. It's just a low fucking percentage of it working. Well, I guess they have to at least occasionally. But damn, smile, damn, <laughs> smile, damn. I see a thousand dollars right there, and how so many male pundits, male pundits, and just guys with an opinion are totally obtuse and can't see how threatening this type of behavior can be is unbelievable. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they can, they don't care. Yeah, I think they just, yeah, people just don't care. Right, they don't care because they're not the victims. Because it's okay as long as it's not a crime committed against you. But when you are the one benefiting from the from committing the crime, fuck it. Yep. Uh, so we made the poll very simple. Do you talk to telemarketers? No, I hate them. Yes, I appreciate them giving me a call. 5.6% of people said they appreciate it. I'm glad you do because I don't. And 94% of people, the vast majority of people, don't like what telemarketers call them. Nope, and I like uh, Apple. Uh, one of their updates got it. Well, you can block. Best fucking feature ever. I'm blocking bitches left and right. Block, 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 block. Because mm-hmm. then I don't get the calls no more. And all mm-hmm. they do is turn around and find another number to call you from, and I block that bitch too. That's what I'm talking about. Fuck them. 
Right. I don't want whatever the guy, whatever you sell, and I probably can find and Google myself. I don't want it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we also have, um, a bunch of comments for episode 815 mixtape guys. Anonymous writes, Lena Dunham. We talked about Lena Dunham and her scandal. Um, uh, so he said, Lena Dunham is a truly repellent human being. She dehumanizes others just like the right winger she rants about and generally has the same worldview as ISIS. Yeah, I went all the way there back and back again. Damn, Anonymous. <laughs> hate some Lena Dunham. Prince Laurent says, Gian Gomeshi is not into BDSM. He likes to attack women that have no idea what's coming. He could easily find a woman that would love for him to do those things to him, but that is not what turned him on. He's getting off from the fear and helplessness of his victims. I had something like that occur with me. When I was in high school, I scooped this short emo chick. She told me she was kinky and I was good because I thought I was a freak. Nah, dog. We started making out and she grabbed my balls and bites me on my face. What? Right under my fucking eye. I pushed her off of me and she tells me to punch her in the chest. I refused. <gasps> She cussed me the hell out. Two weeks later, she approaches me in school uh, at the basketball court. She pulls her shorts down to show bruises on her chest and tells me she found herself a real man. The big difference was that she could not overpower me in that situation. If the roles were reversed and I was the woman, there is no telling what would have happened that afternoon. Right. And you know what? And And women probably have been in that situation. Wow. So somebody else beat her? Yeah, she found a man that would do it. And she said oh. she found him and was like, you know, basically to assault his, assault his uh, manhood. And, and and my thing is this. There are people who have grown up and they think that that's love. So mm-hmm. to her, that was normal behavior. You know what I'm saying? And for mm-hmm. the fact that you didn't participate in it, she was like, well, what the fuck is wrong with you? Because every other dude I was with fucks me, beats me, bites me and all this. So if you don't, she didn't make that connection. And it's just like the same thing when, when people deal with people with anger issues. Because a lot of that is dudes with anger issues. Maybe. I mean, maybe. I mean, there's got to be some people that are into this. And I'm not trying to shame oh, those no, people no, that no, are no, into no. that, like, BDSM or hitting each other today, bruise right. or whatever the fuck you're into. If that's what uh, she's into and it's consensual, there's nothing wrong with that. Yes, if it's consensual. But it was one of the things where she kind of threw it on him like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's like it wasn't any form of communication there. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is the problem. But if you find somebody, if you wants to get punched in the chest, and you find a dude that's in the chest punching, then more power to y'all. More power to you. But it has nothing to do with manhood. So that's why I was saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah for was, sure. Yeah. Make, make I mean, her going to find him to tell him that is right. just a sign. To me, that's the that's a huge sign of just you're crazy. Correct. Like, versus, why are you trying to shame me because I wouldn't hit you in your fucking chest like a fucking adult versus if this was something you was into you would move on to the next one and keep going well i found somebody that could do this because this is what i'm into that's not this in my mind that's not the same yeah and y'all in high school so i'd be like we kids what's wrong with you right uh hc says the funny thing about people saying black guys are being made to face the street harassment is that at least to me the stereotypical woman walking past a construction site scene you see on tv or cartoons Always involved generic sweaty white men. I'm sure catcalling isn't a word that originated with black people, so clearly it's been going on before us. The reason it's primarily insecure black guys defending it might be the same reason it was primarily black guys defending Ray Rice, even though all races get involved with domestic violence. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's one of the few places they feel they have control. 
the street harassment is an entitled guy saying what are you going to do about it then it sounds like it's a show of power more than politeness i agree that's what i, I think it is mm-hmm. i think guys try to disguise it that way like no it's about this and it's about that and it's like it's not about that shit it's really about the fact that these women can't do shit about it correct end of the end of the day you you want to be able to say you you don't want to give up the option of seeing a woman on the street and just yelling some shit at her so uh says um so white guys don't get too upset about it because their power is elsewhere in society instead they'll be defending their right to use the n-word or supporting zimmerman or darren wilson that's just my guess as far as street harassment versus being polite, I'm thinking some of these guys lack self-awareness. I grew up in the South before I moved to D.C. where street harassers go hard in the paint. From what I've witnessed, if your mouth is just saying hi to a beautiful stranger, but your eyes are bugging out cartoon style and right. looking up and down, that might no longer be a simple eye. And certainly, uh, certain approaches might be more or less acceptable in a club or a lounge compared to the savagery that goes up, on up in clubs but not on the public street where someone may feel extra vulnerable. Well, here's the thing. Um, there's certain places where people go and the social agreement is I'm here in a space where people are looking to hook up. And I, so if I'm in a club and somebody's like, Hey man, I'll buy you a drink and you go, no, thank you or whatever. That's, that's not harassment no. because we're in a space there, you know, where that's the where that is the kind of the social agreement. Right. The but if I'm, is common. Right. But if I'm driving to work or walking to work or going to catch the bus or some shit, I didn't make, this is not the social agreement that you, because you're attracted to me or you have a dick, you, I have to stop what I'm doing. To talk to you. Right, because I got shit to do. Because it's not just hot, and the guys got to stop lying saying that it's hot because they're not saying hi to me. They're not saying hi to you. They're not saying hi to me when I'm with, to Karen when she's with me. Mm-hmm. They're not saying hi to women when they're walking down the street with their brothers. They're saying hi specifically to women that they find attractive that are alone, and it's, and it's more of a, um, you know, power move than it is anything else because it doesn't work enough to even say, well, no, this is my move because this is a good end to meet a woman. More than likely it's not. Mm-mm. And when, and it's so funny because literally a million women could tell these lame ass niggas that this is not cool. And it's not a And they will words. find a way to be like, I'm going to ignore all that and say, but isn't it okay? It's like, but they're telling you that they don't like it. Yeah, but really, I mean... And then, why can't I get no pussy? Because you out there hollering at women that they have told you that doesn't work. You need to find another fucking tactic, but it's a lazy-ass tactic. It is one of those things where you don't have to put in a lot of effort. Yeah. Um, So he says... uh, So uh, HC goes on to say... um, um, not a public screen was, oh yeah. So as one who has on occasion been catcalled both by women and a group of gay dudes and unfortunately turned down the wrong street in Atlanta, it's not always what is said, but unwa- but the unwanted attention it attracts that might cause discomfort. A woman may love the way her legs look in a dress she's wearing that day. It's a different thing altogether to hear a stranger comment on those legs and then earshot of other strangers. Right. It doesn't matter how, how much we explain it. It doesn't matter how you say it. Certain people don't want to get it and they're not going to. Um, like, uh, um, let me see. We have, uh, the poll. Do you buy mixtapes? Cause this episode was called mixtape guys. Cause it was basically comparing, you know, um, dudes to the guys who sell mixtapes and do the whole, you know, Hey man, buy my mixtape, buy my mixtape that you can make the exact same argument. Like mm-hmm. 
hey how do i know you're not going to buy my mixtape until i try to sell it to you hey i'm just trying to sell my mixtape if you don't like it just don't respond keep moving hey i'm just trying to sell my mixtape so you know and the difference between the mixtape dude is they're not even going to beat your ass or like there's no percent of times really where a mixtape dude turns around and kills somebody for rejecting a mixtape correct but but the point is we all find that dude to be annoying most of the time because it's like come on dude um, so the poll was, do you buy mixtapes from the dudes on the street? Yes or no? 91% of people said no. 9% of people said yes, they do. Yep, because I don't carry any money. So that's right. literally my excuse because I don't want you robbing me or somebody else around robbing me of some shit and I which pull is, some money out. Which is funny, by the way, because I already know street harassers are like, well, it's not 100%. That's how, that's how dumb street harassment is. Mm. Like you, like it's like yeah, but it's ninety percent. Ninety percent of people you run into are gonna go. Please don't do this. Correct. And even with that, you go. But you're saying there's a chance, which is crazy. Be easy, said niggas always put a CD in your hand, then say donation only. Out on Hollywood Boulevard, the only time I did buy a CD because dude said he would take anything. I gave that nigga fifty cents, and he complained and wanted more. Big Willie says no. I get the name, then look up them up and pirate the nigga. So download the shit. Kid One Afro Two says, "I will never forget the day when Mixtape Dude came up to me. I asked him what his name was. He said Laser Beam. All I could imagine was him rapping over Star Wars blaster bullets." <laughs> Terror Hawk I says, like "Terror Hawk says I'm from New Jersey, so most mixtape guys I meet are in Newark or New York." I ca- I started to ask them, "Have you ever heard of AC3? It's A3C." Um, sadly. Most cats don't know anything about conferences like AC3. Right. It's A3C. So I've been, ha- so I have, so I've been having her hear a new mixtape in months now. Right. And I think that's strange. It's like, okay, dog, you want to get your shit out there, but there's places that people are there just for this and mm-hmm. you're just harassing random people. So then they wrote back and fixed the grammar in it, but I didn't read that till afterwards. So I'm sorry, buddy. Um, didn't mean to make it sound dumb, but they did fix the grammar. Imagine cool. what I just said, but with good grammar. Okay. Uh, Prince Ron says, me and my cousin used to, used to cop so we could joke them shits in the car. But one time I got a tape from a mixtape guy that was actually fire. He had songs about his gang ties, a song about his brother dying because of their gang ties, and some track about trying to change his life. So from time to time, I try to give the mixtape dude a shot. Shalove says, Shalove can spit a hot ass 16. Shalove often stands outside of the crate and barrel where Shalove can charge 20 bucks and scare them whiteys, then buy some of them nice ass plates. Vince says, mixtape guy is real. I remember walking from Food Line over in Archdale and this dude who had been in his mid thirties was out here giving away his mixtape CDs completely with, complete with the positive rap music spill. But yeah, that's the worst when they start giving you the, you know, I'm positive trying to uplift the community, man. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't like positive music. <laughs> I don't want your positive. I like ratchet ass shit. I don't want your gospel shit. I'll give, do you, you got anything about fucking these bitches? You got something ignorant? You kill anybody on them tapes? No? Well, I'm good. We selling drugs. Yeah. Uh, how many times you say nigga? Nope. Correct. Not, none? Mm. Okay. Mm 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 mm. Man, I'm just trying to get to the light rail across the street so I can get the bus home. And here comes this dude pressing his CD in my hand. I don't need or want his music. I don't remember if he was just giving away the CD or if I paid him $3 or something to get him the fuck out of my face. But I took the CD knowing it was garbage. That's the other thing I was saying about women that do 
get pressured into like saying hi, smiling, giving a number, whatever. A lot of times it's just like, I just need this person out of my space. Right. Because I don't know what's going to happen. I don't want to take you off. I don't want to make you mad. And, um, something that a lot of women do and i don't know if women are hip to this or not get you a free uh google phone account phone number Mm -hmm. and use that so that uh and have it forward to your phone because women give dudes their number and then they'll call it on the spot to be sure it's legit yeah it was so funny too was like just because um because people are like well you can get cards that hand out to these harassers Mm -hmm. you can do this it's like this is a bunch of shit i gotta do even getting a google phone number Here's some right. more shit I gotta do. Correct. Because these niggas won't get it. Right. None of, but keep in mind, none yeah. of these, none of these suggestions are ever people going, well, just give them your number because you like them. Because everybody goes, you won't like them. Right. Correct. Fucking, no one you likes know he's these lame. So it says, um, and no one, I didn't want to hear a damn word of it. I don't even remember playing it. To bring this point home, how are all these men out here so pressed to give women quote unquote compliments that they don't want? When they know mixtape guys out here in these streets trying to press mediocre or straight garbage music that nobody wants and nobody wants to see mixtape guy coming. Just mm-hmm. that. For many women, all they see is mixtape guy coming to sell them on some dick they don't want. Correct. And they know it's not going to be good. Right. So it's so lame. Um, so let's see. We had episode eight, uh, 16, Triggering Art. Yeah. And this is the one where you had that Facebook comment. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, Let's check the regular comments, then we'll go to the Facebook comment. Kyle says, if Spotify isn't paying artists enough money to stream their music, then it makes sense for some artists to take their music off the service. I just wonder the role labels will play in all this, Mm -hmm. especially because Taylor Swift took her music off Spotify. Right. Especially considering that they are not fans of streaming services. Plus, if the streaming services do, do pay more, will the artists see any of that money? I don't think people remember in 2008, 30 Seconds to Mars claimed that they didn't get paid any royalties for selling 2 million albums. And on top of that, in 2012, YouTube had to strip major labels off uh, of 2 billion views, all of which were basically fake. Honestly, I just wish the labels and everyone selling the streaming music would behave themselves. It's really disheartening to see the music industry become dirtier and dirtier. Correct. And, and a lot of it, a lot of it boils down to both parties. Uh, the people that have the streaming services want to stream it, but they don't, but they have a, a cap too, and they know they go too high. People aren't really going to be willing to pay. But at the same time, it's one of those things where industry is greedy, and they're not trying to pay the artists regardless. So even if Spotify and all these companies pay more, it's not guaranteed the artists will see a dime of that, depending on what kind of contract they signed and depending on what kind of negotiations they have. So it's one of those things where it's almost a lose-lose for the artist unless you're in a position where, as an artist, you have power over your music, you own your music, or, you know, you're one of the bigger names who can basically dictate what will and will not happen. But most artists don't have that power, and they'll never see a dime, or they'll see a fraction of the money that's actually being paid to them because everybody wants to take a penny until it gets down to them that they got half of a, 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 a quarter of a cent because everybody else took their money off top, which has nothing to do with Spotify. Yeah, the deals ain't worked or been good for a long time. Right. So, you know, a lot of this is people blaming Spotify for the corruption of the industry that's been right. there f- existing that way for many, for for years now. Um so yeah, I do understand that, you know, um it is kind of a whack. Now, I, what I think is going to happen is I think the labels are taking this stuff off. Now, Taylor Taylor Swift's 
situation her label's taking it off because her label's actually for sale and and what they're doing is thinking if we can make it as exclusive as possible it brings up the sale value of what we do so you know i think taylor swift's music will be back on spotify eventually Mm -hmm. Uh, and I, I wouldn't be surprised. Beyonce did this with Beyonce where she never put the whole thing on Spotify, but she put the singles on there. Mm-hmm. So I could see like people doing stuff like that or wait till your next album comes out, then put the old album out mm-hmm. there. You know, there's a bunch of ways. Right. Cause you can always kind of release it to Spotify when you feel like it. Correct. And most people are happy with that. They're like, cool. I can't get the new shit, but I'll rock the old shit. And I remember, um, we was listening to, uh, Bo talk about it. And to an extent, Spotify is the point where if it's not on Spotify, it's yeah. really rare that I listen to shit that's outside of, like, it got to be hot fire for me to take the time to listen to some shit that's not streaming on Spotify. Right. Um, all right. So let's talk about, uh, the rest of this, which was, um, on top of that, into, oh wait, so, yeah, okay, so, so Chris writes in, for the guys who feel the need to defend the actions of other men, they just want to do what they want to do and aren't going to let anyone tell them differently. Uh, yeah, which is weird to me because a lot of these dudes that defend street harassment don't do it. And that's what- Like they don't stand on the fucking corner all day yelling at women. They don't walk to work and stop every time they see a woman and say something to her. So you understand. They don't even participate in it mm-hmm. because they know that it's lame as fuck. Right. So then when you see them defending, it's like, so either you are one of these dudes on the low or you just more insecure about giving up the ability, in your opinion, to even approach a woman is how you're looking at it, mm-hmm. which is completely not what people are saying. You're. Mm-mm. You're, you're just going overboard with it because you're insecure about it. Like, you don't have to be insecure. Um, so it says, uh, he says, I grew up in the deep south, Georgia, and we were taught to speak when you pass someone, uh, by to someone older than you and especially to other black folks. That said, I also know how to read someone's body language and not say something regardless of gender. Right. Let me just say this. Cause if I get asked this question one more time, I'm going to smack somebody. Um, if you have to ask me, so I can't speak to nobody then. Your ass can't speak to nobody then. Cause right. you stupid. Right. That like is so fucking obvious the difference between high to somebody and it's really just high. And you would have said hi to, to a kid. You would have said hi to a grown Grandma. ass man. You would have said hi to an old lady. You would have said hi to an ugly person. You would have said hi to a fucking Holly Berry. It's a difference between that and how you want someone to dick because how with some dick on the end is we know that 12 people were walking by. You only say hi to the woman that you want to try to fuck and you know that shit ain't going to work because it's lame and corny anyway. Mm-hmm. You just want her to know that you know that, that, hey, bitch, I got a dick and you're attractive and you need to know about it. Stop trying to act like everyone in the world is stupid but you. Right. It's, we know the difference between that and a, a greeting and not. Like in the South... Uh, when we do the, hey, how's it doing? Have a nice day. Whatever. That shit is actually, uh, that, that literally is a greeting. And we won't, I won't be trying to offer you any dick after. Mm-mm. I'm not going to be following you. Nope. I'm not going to be, uh, and if I say it to you, I would say it to anybody that walked in the door at the time. Anybody. If, if you're with, I, there's been times where I see a couple come in. I'm leaving a the restaurant. They're coming in or something. I go, hey, how y'all doing? Cause that's, that's the South. That's here. If you watch that two minute video, none of that is that. Mm-mm. So what are we talking about? We have the context right there in the video. 
So we're, so you're making, you're extrapolating into these extra circumstances. Like, so if I'm in the library and I want to check out a book, I can't even say hi to the librarian before I go. Shut the fuck up. You know, that's not it. So stop, stop trying to turn it into what it's not, dog. <clears throat> if a woman is walking with her head down and her eyes purposely looking straight ahead, I know not to say anything and I don't, and I'm cool with doing so. Right. When you saw the woman in the video, were you sitting around like, that woman's obviously, she needs somebody to stop her and, and tell her how fine she is. Mm, she had a mission. I looked at the, like, she's giving the 100% signs of not today. Her whole body language, you can't, if you're that fucking, um, if you're that, like, just unaware, you're that ignorant to body language and all this shit, you see someone walking, eyes straight forward, brisk pace, not talking to anyone not smiling not if there really is something in you that goes it's completely fine that all these dudes sitting around going smile i just found a thousand dollars damn you ain't gonna talk to nobody when they say hi to you uh hey i'm gonna walk beside you for five minutes uh am i ugly is that why you're not gonna give me your number mommy is that not why damn come on mommy oh look at that fly ass american eagle if you can't see the goddamn difference what's wrong with you there's nothing wrong with me Mm-mm, me either that shit ain't working correct <sighs> anyway <clears throat> correct you can't be that dumb you can't be that oblivious i know no one's this stupid man right. so i hate i it's like in order to do you the service of saying you're reasonably intelligent i have to be like you're being disingenuous because the uh, the the only other alternative is to be like you're stupid and i don't want to just walk around calling all y'all dudes stupid if our eyes happen to make contact and maybe linger a bit in mutual acknowledgement, I'll maybe smile back, mouth, how you doing, Southern speak for hi, keep it pushing. But even when they don't acknowledge me, I don't get mad, curse them out, or think ill of them. I'm a stranger, and they don't owe me a thing. Yeah, I've also done that thing, too, where I give somebody the how you doing greeting because uh, I'm maybe I'm walking in the door and they're walking out or, you know, so, something where it would be, to me, I would say that if it was a dude, I would say that. But maybe that's a woman and she doesn't take it that way. Fine. It, it was, it's awkward, but fine. I, I completely don't want. The only thing I care about is I'm just getting from point A to point B. I was being polite, but I understand that if 50 fucking dudes felt like, you know, I'm trying to get some pussy today and I and my my, uh you know, hey, how you doing came uh after that. Or my how how you doing came because she was preoccupied, or my how, or maybe she just thought she was scared for a second. I understand that it's not gonna it's not gonna always happen, and I don't have any like, well smile, damn, what's wrong with you? You ain't gotta be so mean. I just keep it fucking moving. Um, as for Lena Dunham, my fascination with why her show is so popular aside, I think she and her handlers have overestimated her bulletproofness. Any references to being a sexual predator, even in jest, need to be prefaced repeatedly to ensure that it isn't a misunderstanding. Not that I think that was the case here because all those incidents you read sounded pretty molesty to me. Um, yeah, I don't know even, like, honestly, I don't know how our publisher didn't say don't put this in the book. And then I also don't appreciate her. It's just childhood. Everyone does it. Then why the fuck is it in your memoir? Because you wrote these because these were exceptional incidents. You know, you weren't writing in here like I had lunch today, peas, carrots, a couple of <laughs> you know, like no, you you put the incidents in there that you thought would get the most attention. Stop, Mm-mm. don't be disingenuous. Mm-mm. Um, episode eight sixteen. Oh yeah, so Brett writes in on Twitter on Facebook. 
just listened to the show had to say that i disagree with how you all are looking at this issue the standard harassment discussed is so broad that you'd have to include street vendors folks selling cell phones and miles cars at the airport really do they stand out on the street corner do they do they do they have they ever like ran a woman over with their car because you wouldn't buy whatever they were vending on the street not to mention uh to be quite honest those niggas is annoying and we know it right all of us know those people are annoying they they can be they can be put in the category with this with the uh with the mixtape guys i'm actually okay with putting them in the God, I wish these motherfuckers would leave me alone category. Right. If I, cause let me tell you something. If I wanted a cell phone, I know where to go find a cell phone. Mm-hmm. If I wanted a mouse car, I know where to go find the mouse car. And if I wanted something that you're vending in the motherfucking street, I know how to do it. If you're selling hot dogs, I see the hot dog stand. Okay, dog? I don't need to be talked into the hot dog. <laughs> no, I don't. And that's the thing yeah. about dick for women. They know where to get it. It's not, it's not hard to, it's not this fucking, uh, rapidly eroding natural resource. Right. Dick. It's not like a dick right. fucking deficit going on somewhere. Right. It's, de- the- it's depleted and gonna disappear off the face of the earth if you yeah. don't get it right now. There's no endangered dick species going on out here, dog. It's, for them, it's just the same shit as when, when, when someone comes up to us and is like, hey man, you trying to buy a cell phone? Nigga, I got a cell phone. Yeah, and I know one thing. Whenever you turn down the, st- the hot dog vendor, does he take his fucking product and toss it at your ass? No, because right. it's fucking valuable to him. Right. And he doesn't want to lose money on his product. He don't grab you. He don't walk, right. he don't walk with you five minutes down the street next right. to you. He and don't shoot you with his away. mustard, his ketchup. Harassment has to begin at the point in which the offended part, offending party has at least some hint that they are offending someone. I don't think so. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I think you can, you can say, uh, this thing is likely to do this and then you don't do it. For example, um, police pull over black dudes that wasn't doing shit all the time. They harassing me. Now they, I don't think they get to be like, I wasn't harassing you until I realized you wasn't doing a crime. You know what I mean? Like I just pulled you over for being black and driving. What? I didn't, you didn't have any weed. I guess I'm harassing you since you ain't got no weed. Like bitch, you was harassing me. The second you pulled me the fuck over, you know yeah, what you was doing. And them dudes were harassing you the second they lay eyes on you. Yeah, the second, the second that they, the second that they say something to you, mm-hmm. they knew. Come on, man. Right. Niggas want to get so goddamn technical about this shit. It's so easy. Um, the walk away indicates that. So those who follow her are definitely in the wrong. Well, also matters the type. So what about the guys who say, Hey, I just found a thousand dollars and, uh, smile so you and, think i'm ugly mommy yeah like what about that because she never stopped you know or how would they know she wouldn't respond to smile and i just found a thousand dollars like she gonna stop for the broke nigga with the cane like oh excuse me i just wanted to hand you a pussy coupon like <laughs> come on man i mean to, do you understand why this makes you look like a lame ass nigga you think these methods will work you okay with this like like I said, if this is your girl or some shit, you'd be like, okay, yeah, that does seem annoying. If in a more traditional social setting, the greeting would not be deemed as offensive, then being used on the street shouldn't make it offensive. Um, Yeah, I got to disagree. Time and place matters. Right, because there's settings that are designed 
for people to meet and greet. I'm out on the sidewalk. You're a fucking stranger. I do not know you. I do not know who you are. And really what about made, that don't people understand? Well, it really makes you realize how many dudes have no game. At all. You know, like, they just, they're 100% game. It's like, so if I say, uh, what's the difference between saying, uh, uh, what's up my nigga at home and saying, what's my, what's up my nigga at a conference call at work? Like, you, you don't, you really don't understand the difference? Cause obviously the setting would it make matters. that difference. It's so fucking obvious. Like, if I can say hi in the club, why can't I say hi at this? You know, it's like, come on, man. It's different. We know when high is high, dog. It's not. Um, it doesn't even matter how many women tell these dudes. They don't give a fuck. Cause uh-huh. which, which it shows you how much the goal isn't really to try to get women to sleep with you or whatever, because you know it won't work. Now, whether this type of holler actually works, percentage is probably low since while most gentlemen would rather holler in a form where the success rate is a little higher, a lot higher. It's a lot higher in other places. Come on. The street mm-hmm. zero out there. But why but why would you care how many random females another dude say hello to or nice smile or what up, Ma too? Um, uh, here's why. Uh it's called empathy. Correct. <laughs> and if you don't see these people as people, if you only see women as just an object or somebody to fuck or uh someone you could power trip on or someone that owes you something, then of course you wouldn't care. But honestly, if you don't care about they're the woman that you're yelling this shit to or stopping or trying to get the you're saying hi to then why would she fuck you anyway right what what's why is your approach any different from the other 100 dudes that say the same shit like this is why i say it's lame niggas don't have any game like you don't want to even stand out you don't even want to up your percentage of chances of this shit happening by going to somewhere where she feels more comfortable yeah, like you'll see a thousand women on the street that day, but you know, you're like, you're not doing anything to increase your chances anyway. Mm-hmm. You're just, it's like fucking playing the lottery, um, for, for pussy, the pussy lotto. Keep the language clean and take the hint when the lady walks past you and live with the results for the street hollow strategy. Like I said, um, also it would bother me because um, to me, what, 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 what it seems like is, um, it bothers me because I understand the society that we live in mm-hmm. and I understand the environment that I'm walking out of my house to. Right. So I don't want to contribute negligently or, uh, purposefully to somebody else's stress. Right. I don't want people to associate me with being stressed out. So when a woman, you know, does feel uncomfortable being approached by dudes because it's happening so often, it's annoying, and a lot of guys go overboard with it, I don't even want to be related to those guys in her mind because that's not the kind of dude I am, and it's definitely, if I'm trying to fuck, not the kind of dude I want her to assume me to be. So I would try to get in some spaces where my game has a much better chance of working. You know, Um, there's way too many opportunities and people out here that are looking for somebody for someone to think street harassment is the way to go um brett writes in also all right because i said i responded to all this and i have time we're about to do the show i just said that's bullshit 
um <laughs> he said all right bro y'all still doing good work on the show don't intend to stop listening if y'all are past the point of debate i'll have to say tbgwt and 40 acres approaches are the most gentleman like and there's no way i could disrespect that position the discussion about the gentleman average is all all that i took issue with yeah, most people aren't being gentlemanly with this shit. And that's the problem. A lot, the, the biggest problem that I have about this, especially for a lot of people, a lot of men that defend this, they're only talking from their perspective. You are not considering other men. You are not considering the line steppers. Just because you're not a line stepper does not mean everybody else is not a line stepper. Just because you would allow this woman to go on about her business doesn't mean that other men would. Just because you won't spit on her face, smack her, slap her, abuse her, follow her home doesn't mean other men won't and it's just one of those things i mean yeah don't mean other men won't it's one of those things where you have to think outside of your box and have empathy and sympathy for other people it's funny how people can understand black men being harassed by the police you can completely 100 percent understand that but when it comes to a woman you for some reason have a disconnect to it and you do not understand and it's the same goddamn thing in my mind you are being approached by somebody and being harassed by somebody that you didn't ask for it. Well, you know what's funny is like he's in the chat right now and he's like, well, I just want to say that's different from, um, you know, that that's different than uh, harassment. That's just being annoying. So you want to be annoying to the women you're trying to holler at? Like, even if it was annoying, that should be enough to be like, yeah, this is stupid. And I don't want to do that. It. It's unwanted. Just, just just like in your everyday life, people come around you and you don't want them there. And you feel like, why are you here? Women have the right to say, I don't want you talking to me. I don't want you speaking to me. Right. I don't want you approaching me. Okay, right. Okay. He said, I don't, bro. It's stupid and unwanted. So then why are you defending it? Why are you like, what are we like? This is what I don't get. Because once you get to this point, the only thing you can say is I'm doing it because I don't want to give up the power or the idea of the power. You say you don't do the shit. You understand that at minimum it's annoying, which is why I brought up the analogy of the mixtape dude and the telemarketer. Cause I want people to understand like fuck, fuck, fuck the danger part of it and fuck the fact that whether the terminology is going to be harassment or whatever. Cause people don't want to agree on that. We disagree, but can't we all agree? The shit is probably annoying. Because we don't like annoying shit. No one likes to be annoyed. And people don't give up pussy for people that annoy them. We don't give up money to people that annoy us. We don't even give up time for people that annoy and us. And dudes don't fuck bitches that annoy them a lot of the times too. Yeah, yeah. What, whatever it is. People just don't give up shit for annoying people. So I don't understand why anyone even has a debate to that point. Because women are telling us it's annoying that's if if your goal really is to sleep with women or to try to you know uh whatever it be you know get them to date you or whatever once they tell you it's annoying that's the end of the real discussion because what you gonna say well this is why you shouldn't be annoyed man they annoyed you lost it's already over yeah and at least pick up on the game of it if you won't pick up on the just the morality of it right and the thing is who are you to tell her what's harassment who are you to tell her What's her comfort level? Who, cause you don't really know what she's experienced, what she's been through, what kind of day she's had, you know, well, her just, past experience. You honestly, don't care about any of honestly, that. Honestly, there's just the physical difference. It's a physical difference. You know what I mean? If, like, I remember one time in Atlanta, man, we went to, uh, me and my boys went out to see a Hawks game. Hawks was playing the Pacers. 
I had a Pacers shoot around uh jersey. I still have it. Um and um shoot around jerseys is something that people don't have. You know, most people don't even, you know, go they don't sell them in most stores and shit. You like Mm-mm. had to special order them. So mm-hmm. I was proud as fuck of my Pacers shoot around jersey, right? Mm-hmm. So we start walking um uh, we got out of the underground mall. We started walking where we think is the arena is, and we're actually going the wrong way. So as we're going the wrong way, it's more and more niggas just hanging out on the corners. Obviously, getting to be like you know, a bunch of like all the um, it had all the uh, accoutrements of a bad neighborhood. It was mm-hmm. uh, the the doors and the and the um, windows all had bars on them. Right. Everything closed at like sundown, mm-hmm. not at midnight. Mm-hmm. Not, so I'm like, okay, this is obviously. Uh, getting into the hood, we need to turn the fuck around. Right. Well, we see these niggas on the corner, and as we walk through this group, it's three, it's four of us, and probably like I don't know, eight of them, and there's some younger dudes, like fifteen or so. But uh, you know, as we're walking past, you know, uh, you know, the liquor store, pawn shop, mm-hmm. uh, g- liquor store, <laughs> pawn shop, crack right? house. Right. And when I didn't see crack houses, it was it was a street like in the city. It wasn't. Okay. Uh, neighborhood so as we're walking past them the first time one like one of the dudes goes oh shit that's a nice pacer jersey and then another dude's like yeah dog that's nice where you get that and i was like oh yeah man i just got it online bro he's like oh okay yeah yeah man that's dope man so now we passed them right and i thought for a second like me and my boys are walking it's four of us now not just me by myself and they were like, yo, dog, I think them niggas was going, like, you look, you went by yourself. They probably would rob you for that jersey. Yes. And I was like, I know, dog, that shit was scary. This is when we realized we're going the wrong way, and we actually need to turn around. Oh, shit. So I was like, we got to go through them niggas again. This is the second time that these niggas could take my shit, mm-hmm. right? So now I zip my shit back up like a fucking herb, like, zip, uh, put this jacket over this. And uh we was gonna walk on by and uh we walked by again and dude was like, Oh, you ain't have to zip your shit up, nigga, oh bitch ass nigga, whatever and we just kept walking mm-hmm. and didn't stop. Right? Now you can make um the now every other nigga could have spoke to me on the street that day. Nobody did, because I'm a man, most people don't normally speak to me. Mm-hmm. But every other nigga could have spoke to me on the street that day, and every other nigga after that I would have been like kind of freaking out. Like is this gonna be like them dudes I thought was gonna rob me? Right. Well, a woman being a woman is like that all the goddamn time. All the time. She's you know? up her titties that she can't hide because you can still see them. Right. You only need one or two experiences of someone going over the top to make every subsequent experience a little bit scary. So if your goal is to try to either sleep with or stand out to these women. What you don't want to do is do the same shit that scares them or the same shit that puts them on edge. And women are telling us what puts me on edge is when dudes just hit me up on some, hey, hey, you looking good. Smile. They telling you this, that we don't like these things. So, you know, for me, I don't get how even a reasonable person is going to come at it from the angle of, nah, I, I know better than what she just said. You know what I mean? So he says, um, uh, love the show. Check my take on the harassment piece on this. If we disagree, I still be listening to the pod, but I just don't see how reasonable people can be this far off. I, I don't either, bro. I, I, I wouldn't defend the shit if I was you, you know, Me but, either. uh, I'm definitely not backing down on this. It's, no, and, no. it's minimum annoying and 
at maximum scary as fuck so like right you know right. I, I all i'm doing is listening to the women that are telling me this and going okay i accept that what i'm gonna do argue with your reality um the poll was is lena dunham just making trigger art like that article we read uh that basically said people need to leave her alone this is just her art and uh it might be involving things that seem like sexual abuse and stuff but uh this is just what she does yes this is just her art form 10 percent of our audience and no that was sexual abuse 90 percent of the audience says that was sexual abuse um so um it says uh let's see four simple words by Ouroboros says if she were black that's all i'm saying feminist icon or not were she black this would have been all over the interweb with protests at any bookstore willing to carry her book i see a tide rising against her now good luck with that right they'd possibly pull the shit off the shelves all kinds of shit mm-hmm. try to get a show canceled right protesting hbo and shit right and i'm looking at chat man brent don't get it and he don't want to brett don't get it like he'll say that he gets it and i understand when i start talking and then as soon as i stop talking he's back to but but this is okay though it's not sweet you know uh is a social agreement that hollering can, should only happen in safe environments i can agree with that but safe is subjective uh yes to her to her yeah it's sub- but it's her choosing what's safe right not you you don't get to yeah. choose what's safe to her sir dudes are telling her but i'm safe no matter where i'm at I try to holler at you in the elevator while we by ourselves. I'm safe. Like, but she doesn't know that women are saying like, I don't feel safe in these places, but man, I'm just saying dog me, anybody, you know, that is normally fucking a chick dating a chick or married did not meet by street harassment. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's a low percentage game is all I'm saying, man. It's a big ass difference between like, you see a chick shopping at um, Harris Teeter and you try to approach her in a way where it's like, you know, oh, I see you uh, getting some mangoes or some shit like that. It's a completely different fucking thing. And I'm not even saying that it would work. And I'm not even saying that she would not be annoyed. But I, But it's a completely different type of approach as to I saw you walking down the street. Here's my dick. You know what I mean? It's like a completely different style of approach, man. And I, I feel like a lot of dudes, um, at least with any type of conscience, we don't want to come off as creepy. Mm-mm. I think about that shit all the time. Like, am I creeping somebody the fuck out? I don't want to be creepy. Sometimes you can't help it. Like, if I have to walk to my car and you're standing, like the other day I was walking to my car. This woman was uh, walking her dog, and the dog seemed to be pissing or shitting somewhere close to the car. I don't know. <laughs> and she was, like, texting on her phone or something, so she wasn't looking up. And I'm like, fuck. You know, like, I hate that she's literally a foot from my car. There's no way around this. I don't want to startle her or whatever. So I hit the disarm button on my car. Right, because it probably caught her attention. Right, and I, I knew that would, you know, be like when the alarm went off. Oh, not alarm, but when the like, or whatever went off, she would look up, and she did. And like I said, she's literally feet from my car. As far as she's concerned, I'm probably just making a beeline for her, um, and I don't want her panicking or her dog or whatever. Yeah, but she, when she seen that, she probably figured, oh, you're going to your vehicle. Right, well, at least I was hoping she would. I couldn't tell if she figured it out or not. So then as I'm like getting close to, and then I think she had an awkward moment of not wanting to like fucking 
run away right <laughs> you know what i mean like she didn't want to just be like oh nigga and just run away <laughs> so like so like when i because she didn't want to look racist or whatever right it, yeah I, but it had probably may have nothing to do with that she was just scared right yeah so when i saw it i was just like okay um you like i hit the button or whatever i saw her i just said hey how you doing i didn't even really wait for a response for her right because i just get to get in my car right let her know that i'm safe because this is more of a like uh i don't want anything from you this is just a we're in the same proximity and i don't want you know boom so i just said hey how you doing got in my car and drove the fuck off Mm -hmm. everybody's fine of course everything was okay i don't know if she panicked or not i don't but in my mind i was just thinking like man i don't want to be creepy and I hope I didn't come off too creepy to that lady, but I got to get to my fucking car. And that's the situation where I just want to get to my car. If I was trying to fuck somebody or trying to holler at them, I definitely don't want to look creepy, you know? Correct. And the thing is, which, you, which, which I think is your biggest point, you consider how she feels. Right. A lot of dudes don't give two fucks about how she feels and her feelings and her past and her past experiences if she's been raped or molested none of that matters at the time all they know is you got ass and titties i'm trying to holler and a pretty face right brett says i just think the video showed the best and the worst i'm just saying the polite best is reasonable to accept regardless of how effective it may be yeah i don't think so i think mm. even at the best it was annoying correct that's the whole point is even the best level of street harassment is annoying as fuck so why say no 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 you should have to accept my annoyance that's the point because that's what you're saying and that just makes you a dick correct because now you decided that someone else needs to deal with you because you're attracted to them and that's just uh, you being a dick there's there's no possible good is even if it don't work she should have to accept it even if it doesn't work society should just be okay with this it's not like they're going to start beating niggas up, throwing them in jail for this shit. It's just letting you know the environment that you're doing this shit in. And I feel like a reasonable human being would be like, yeah, I don't want to contribute to that. That's it. Correct. And even if you don't do it, you're condoning people. You're saying it's okay for dudes to do this. And that's the problem from you defending this. Yeah, man. The whole chat room trying to tell them, man. Like I, like I said earlier, the reason that I just responded with that's bullshit it's because I'm really out of time for people that don't want to get it. Like, mm-hmm. I know you want the attention and the special thing, but at this point, you're harassing me. Like, I know you got it. We explained this. We've talked about it for hours now, three or four episodes now. I'm fucking done. If you have an issue, go listen to the old episodes. Save them, download them, whatever. Listen to that. You have my explanation. You have my point of view. Not one of you has offered anything new to the conversation. Mm-hmm. I have already addressed every single concern that could possibly come from any of the dudes that brought this shit up. So can we just stop now? Can we stop pretending? Like, you're either obtuse or you pretend to be obtuse. Either way, I'm done talking about it. <clears throat> Back to Lena Dunham. Prince Mariah says, um, Dunham supporters are Cuban being the fuck out of those sexual incidences. Mm-hmm. Here's one quote from her book. I took the bribe of her for time and affection. I'd give her three pieces of candy if I could kiss her on the lips for just five seconds. Basically, anything a sexual predator might do to woo a small suburban girl, I was trying. Nigga, what? Her supporters have read this and still don't give a damn. I've always disliked Dunham, but pretended to be neutral so I wouldn't get fired on the internet or at work. 
and to give her credit for triggering is just ridiculous i need to look to find other instances where triggering have been deemed okay by her fans because it's bullshit that's one of the things i have a problem with this too they're not okay with triggering in any other instances oh what they'd have been outraged protesting Mm -hmm. lena dunham does trigger art but if let god forbid um daniel tosh makes a rape joke because then he gotta go yeah you, you right you, you calling comedy since i take his ears off the air right don't don't pull that shit willie like you're, you're being a hypocrite about it your, your favorite doing it so now it's not okay so now it's okay um you know especially like online like angry white feminists that like take down people and go after patriarchy and shit yeah your hero fucked up just take the l either that or you don't believe in the principles and that's fine too but just be honest about it. Like the same way that I saw a lot of people that tout um, they hate misogyny and all this shit um, defend Snoop Dogg against Olivia, uh, against uh, Iggy Azalea. Yeah, don't don't try to act like you better than anything else. You just petty about it. That's all right. It's okay not to like her. Just like it's okay to be like, um, I actually don't care that much about sexual assault and sexual molestation and all this shit because honestly. I'm a fan of this woman, and that's all that matters to me. That's yes. really what you need to say. Sometimes you like, fuck it, I'm a stand. Everything like, else is a lie. Right. Young uh, Evo says, young Woody Allen needs to trigger her ass on the glacier and float away, old R. Kelly ass. Seeing a picture of the actual page in the book, this was not taken out of context. She even said she used pedophile tricks to get at her sister. Right. But it's just childhood, guys. We all did it. Mm-mm. Dunham also outed her sister. Yeah, this is another thing that I found out. Uh, and this is a, a rad film lawyer, Olivia. She says, Dunham also outed her sister who was gay to their parents. I sure hope Grace Dunham is an authorized user on all of Lena's credit cards and they share a joint checking account, you know, since they're the same person at all. Yeah, she said her excuse for outing her sister to her parents uh, was, well, I feel like Grace is an extension of me. So, you know, I can, I can say that. Yep. Yep. Uh, episode 817, Beth Tubman, where we did Day Walking, reviewed mm-hmm. it with Justin. Um, talked about a lot of stuff on here. We got some comments on it. Um, Chris from Hawaii says, great show. I've listened to several other podcasts slash fans comment on this episode uh, of The Walking Dead. And mm-hmm. I was surprised by how many people didn't like it or throw shade on Beth and think that this is a throwaway episode. I was riveted to the screen. That place was so creepy. If all you want is a zombie killathon every week, go watch Z Nation. If you want a top notch drama, then keep watching The Walking Dead. Yeah. I feel I, like I love like mm-hmm. I said, I I enjoyed it a lot. A lot of people said it was a pointless episode, it was bored, but I I wasn't bored at all. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um I feel like, you know, um if we're being honest, uh that's why The Walking Dead is good is because it's not the same thing every week. Right. They go from highly action-packed episodes to like, hey, here's a more smaller drama, not to mention there's budget issues and things like you can't just do big-ass. Uh, <laughs> Blow up episodes yeah. every week. You run out of money. Uh, Appleplexus says, there are two things that will make me stop looking at a show. One, if the story gets too illogical or nonsensical. And two, if they kill off all of the characters whose story I care about. Last season, the only two characters whose story I really cared about were Carol and Michonne. So when Rick sent her away, I actually stopped watching it. And then at the end of the season, went back and binge watched. Uh, I'm so glad Carol is back. I can barely stand it. This is the first episode where I have actually liked anyone from the farm. 
I don't like Maggie, Glenn, and didn't like Herschel or Beth. But Beth just got promoted to the list of characters I care about. I'm rooted for her big time now because, of, to me, her and Sansa Stark have become the same character but in different universes. Mm-hmm. I couldn't stand Sansa either. I couldn't give her a, a good goddamn about her being a teenager. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I hated Sansa. At the end of the last season of Them Thrones, when she lied for Littlefinger, it was the first time where we saw the proverbial light turn on in her head. Same thing happened with Beth this last episode. In both cases, it's kind of like watching Sleeping Giants wake up. I agree. I do like that. I love me. I love that about good writing. Good writing lets you hate people. Right. And it, see, uh, oh, go ahead, Ken. I'm sorry. Oh, no problem. I'm finna, I'm finna say, and if you hate them, it's because the writing is designed. If it, if it evokes emotion, that's a good thing, be it you love them or you hate them. It's not always bad to hate a character. Yeah, unlike bad shows where you end up hating, um, you know, where you end up hating people because the show is bad like i end up hating people because like all of true blood was bad that's different <laughs> the whole show where i am the way they were written it was terrible yeah like you end up hating people that they want you to like mm-hmm. i like when the show is like it's okay to hate this person right now like that's one of the things scandal is great at they'll let you root for a person but then they'll also give you a good reason to be like man fuck that person and i like yeah. that feeling i like that and i like that with walking dead too um also and i love that uh, the explanation they gave with beth when basically what she was like i still sing and you saw like that's her rebellion like that's that's actually her fighting back against this horrible world they're in Mm -hmm. and it really un like it made me unmad in the past that all the times before that i used to be like god damn did you go singing again right like i get it now like i'm not gonna fucking lose my uh joy and my ability to have hope because um this the world is so shitty correct i also had to give a quick shout out to justin my introduction to him was on the very first tbgwt podcast i listened to which was him advocating how delicious breast milk is Hell. i thought maybe he had a mild form of tourette syndrome i ain't <laughs> ain't that the disease where people shout out whatever it is they are thinking all the time yes that's also called being a republican <laughs> oh yes <laughs> Yeah, yeah, where's my, where's my, come on, where's it at? Looks like you ain't got it queued up. There we go. Ah, it fucked up. There There we go. go. Um, but yeah, um, so (laughs) they say, uh. He'll be here all day. mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but between all the provocative things he says, whenever you are able to get him to address a serious topic, he knocks it out the park consistently. The epiphanies he made when y'all were talking about Don Lemon and Van Jones were excellent. If he's going to be bringing wisdom like that, maybe he he should slob down titty juice more often. <laughs> uh, yeah, Justin can be quite a handful at times, but uh, I wouldn't hang around him if I really thought he was a piece of shit. Correct. Uh, why can't that brother find a good sister to marry was a pole. Oh, yeah. The dude that was like, I'm, <laughs> I'm broke, but these rich women is tripping. Uh, he doesn't make enough money. He's lying and has no problem meeting women, or he's a lame-ass nigga. 14% of people say he's lying and has no problem meeting women. 86% of people say he's a lame-ass nigga. 0% of people say it's because he doesn't make enough money, which was his reason. Right, because as many women will date men at any uh, financial range, and men will date, same thing, men will date 
not all men, but a lot of men. If like this, if you're a man that's secure with yourself, you will date women with all types of uh, money, even if she makes more money than you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brett is talking about I'm getting roped into this whackness for trying to keep a negative term accurate. The terms are accurate. The terms are accurate. Women feel harassed. That's it. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm not sure why we keep trying to go back and forth on this shit. You're just trying to find a way, an angle that is, no, no, no. It's a, that, that, that's also been tried already. The term is accurate. That's, that's the way they're describing it. They feel harassed. The end. If they call it street annoyance, uh, I'd be okay with that too. And if that's the problem, then just imagine they're saying street annoyance and then shut the fuck up about it. Cause it's really easy. Mike in London says, why can't that brother find a good sister to marry? He sounds like a classic passive aggressive nice guy filled with shame and rage. Yes. <laughs> oh, I, I hate the nice guy. Nothing worse than the quote unquote nice guy. Mm-hmm. Was well, just like, yeah, are you a nice guy? Or are you just a fucking asshole who's not getting pussy right now? Correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sky Jammer says, man, Harriet Beth Tubman is the best. When Carol wakes up, Grady Memorial and Grady Memorial Hospital will be crumped. I'm guessing Beth will die in the next episode so her sister can feel guilty about picking Glenn over her. Then he said, mixing up, oops, mixing up too many podcasts. By the way, Lan is a lame ass nigga. What? Um, I don't know what you said. Um, I didn't even see Lan. Uh, I don't know what Scott Jim talking about in that last one. Uh, Prince Ron says he is lame as shit. I had one major problem with this argument. He tried to be being humble, but bragged about himself the whole time. Right. Yeah, it was that false humility. The nice guy, the quote unquote nice guy. You know, all women want is thugs. Why can't a brother like me? She a lame ass nigga. That's why. Oh, that's what he meant. Land. L A N. Um, it could be, it, it could be that all that shit you did in Europe is not all that impressive. And why would anyone be impressed that you speak a language that no one else knows? I think that a successful black woman can tell the difference between a, pl- a nigga playing PS4 all day with a guy who is well-traveled and wants to be successful. Also, right. he makes it seem like he is okay with being broke for the rest of his life or that he will never advance. And I feel like he is saying that anyone below his level of sophistication is a dumbass ratchet bitch. This is nothing worse than a broke, bougie nigga. Mm-hmm. Cabadonna says, man, this humble bragging, bougie ass porch monkey is simping like a Drake song. Wanted to turn against the race? Yeah, she turned, uh, he, he should join up with that self hating, thirsty broad writing for her poe from a week ago to form, yes! This is the male version of that shit, yes! To form a beautiful matrimony of Jack, Jack and Jill cotillions. Sag harbor <laughs> vacations and why black people without college degrees need to pull up their pants. Well, even better, hook him up with that fool Tara, Tara Setmayer from fucking with black people. Please, please, uh, quarantine the self-loathing, buck-dancing, overly articulate moon crickets so we can get on with helping our people. Sad, sadly, I used to be like this dude, a dorky chump with a college degree and a high IQ who wondered why hot women wouldn't date me. I'm smart. I'm a nice guy, blah, blah, blah. Then around my 30th birthday, I finally realized I'm kind of a dick and I need to grow up. Wow, so wow saw me as a pimp, uh, wait, women saw me as a pimp, pompous ass, maybe because I was acting like one. I also need to stop chasing these women trying to fulfill stuff I was lacking internally. 
as someone who didn't get mad until I was 34 and I rec- and, and a recovering nice guy, my advice to this down low MRA chump is to e- either get over himself. Dude, I went on this, I went to the same schools as you did and know plenty of cats who have fancy fellowships and accomplishments. I don't make six figures, nor do any of my friends. We're all married to successful women. It's not the income bracket. It's a to borrow a phrase from church, spiritual bankruptcy. And frankly, the reason why this cat can't get a woman who makes six figures might be because his, his ass probably does nothing but brag about his accomplishments and he's coming off as an academic gold digger. Find a rich bride so he can write the great American novel while getting on his girl's HMO. And to your point, there are plenty of fine sisters who make 60K who would love to build a life with a good man. Right. The writer is a classic herb, an insecure, lame-ass dude with a lot of fancy degrees who need to realize academics, pedigrees, and intelligence isn't the same as maturity. It is not, sweetie. Mm, and this is being your read. Right. <laughs> you like that? Like, 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 <laughs> plus one? Or Boris says, first things first, great episode of Day Walking. Yeah, I found it to be a suspenseful look at the plight of the no longer privileged American white girl. The Cheshire grin at the end of the episode was all about her knowing Rick and the crew were going to be coming to save her ass in due time. The show, Walking Dead and TBGWT, keeps getting better and better, and not for nothing. It's good to see former black child actors getting work like Tyler James Williams. Uh, uh, he got big. I'm sure after a few episodes, his Hollywood career will be back on track if he wants. Now, about that Lena Dunham, I posted earlier that if she were black, her career would have been over soon as the book dropped. Guess I was wrong. Her shit seems to be cooked. Canceling appearance overseas, and I'm sure no one is calling her to uh, to have new projects, and give her new projects a look. Hope she saved her money. I'm just waiting for the Kickstarter and GoFundMe sites to pop up to help with legal fees to fight against the new allegations from kids she used to babysit. Oh, uh, Lord, I hope not. That will no doubt appear. Damaged goods, people. Her career is over. Wait, one more thing. Snatching women out the street in Philly? Damn shame. Yeah, them boys don't play. Yeah, dude snatched a woman out the street. That was crazy. That was they, at least they found her. Alive, yes. Shalove says, Shalove think that motherfucker need to grow some balls and stop being a biatch. Maybe his breath stank, <laughs> or he just not approaching the lady like a lady. Shalove has had a lot of fine, fine ladies, which he has loved for many hours at a time. Oh, Sha- Lord, for many hours. <clears throat> Shalove has his stroke game together. Shalove also make good-ass pancakes because dinner always leads to breakfast. <laughs> she dinner his breakfast. No amount of money, this is from Rad Film Lawyer, Olivia. No amount of money or lack of it could keep a cool person from having a date for more than a decade. This guy is a flowery language abusing terrible writer who thinks he is a genius. If there, is there anyone more unattractive, a, is there any more unattractive equality in a non-serial killer? And the dude can't even buy dinner on top of that? Come on. Right. Let's talk about me. <clears throat> I got these degrees and I speak Latin. I'm like nobody speaks that dead language, and uh, I just want to know: Can I order the salad, or is that also out of the price range? Probably so. KJ Dollar said, "Coming from a single male in the dating game, it is hard to find quality women out here. But this dude is is just lame as fuck. Being all sensitive and lacking any testosterone, he needs to get his shit together and realize if you can't get any women, the problem is you, not them. Yeah, any. The fact that he cut it off and like, I need women that make six figures." Dad says, time for lame-ass niggas to come out the closet, most of all to themselves. Right. How much of the world problems would be solved if, he would just, if we would just be honest with ourselves about our limitations? We could probably cut down on street harassment. The first step is admitting that you have a problem. Not everyone is going to find somebody. 
maybe some of us hype ourselves up so much for relationships that we never emotionally prepare to be okay with being at peace with just ourselves right men and women both correct right remember he, he also published that piece on the auspices of like women just can't understand how i'm single so i need y'all to understand i need y'all to read this to understand the plight that i go through every day the anger that's boiling inside of me the rage uh hc says obama is on the ballot in 2008 Mm, sorry i'm choking a little bit let me drink some water all right obama is on the ballot in 2008 democrats win a supermajority in the senate obama isn't on the ballot in 2010 and democrats run away from him and obamacare republicans take the house obama's on the ballot in 2012 democrats win back the senate including republicans states like indiana north dakota and montana Obama isn't on the ballot in 2014. Democrats run away from him. Republicans take the Senate. The Democrats are the only ones too dumb to notice the pattern. Right. Yeah, I don't know that they will win either way. I just know the but, way that they went about winning. Uh, I mean, went about running for me personally. I can only speak for myself. Made me feel like I didn't even want to vote. I went out and voted anyway. Mm-hmm. But I know that if I felt that way in my state, there had to be other people that were like, well, if y'all motherfuckers don't like Obama, I don't like you. I ain't voting. Right, because I like Obama. That's why I fucking vote <clears throat> in office. Yeah, I don't care if you knock on my door or live in my neighborhood or whatever. It's it's pretty simple for some folks. And if you can't use your own popularity because people don't know you or whatever, at least run with the popularity of the president. Mm-hmm. That's, my, that's what I would say. But what do I know? I'm not a strategist. Cabadonna leaves a comment on the poll. Should, kids, should people... Be able to stop the school from teaching their kids about different religions. Yes, it's their kids, so they decide. No, if it's part of the curriculum, it should be taught. 82% of people think, hey, if it's part of the curriculum, it should be taught. Yes, it's their kids, so they decide. 18%. I'm actually kind of surprised. That's a high percentage to me. Me too, because it's just one of those things where... They're not teaching you the religion. They're teaching you about the religion. Right, which is not the same. Yeah. They're teaching you that the shit exists. (laughs) Right. Cappadonna says, look, my mama and Miss Kappa's mama got Jesus coming out of their pores. But somehow I can't see my mother rolling up to, uh, to school, telling the school teacher not to talk about Islam or any other religion. Because, you know, I might travel to Mecca. But then again, my mother valued her children actually getting an education and didn't expect people to teach me about God because that's her job as a parent. Look, if your Jesus free child suddenly comes home, say, Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar, uh, after one world history class, talk to your pastor, not the school board. <laughs> Eddie Long says, Brother Raj, Sister Karen, oh, brother and sister of the chat room, brother and sisters of the chat room. Let me say that we all need to mold the youth, them sweet, supple children. Show them the way of the Lord and be sure to never spare that rod. Kyle says, can you punch the stupid out of people? Because I feel that both parents need to be punched in the face and just think they probably voted in the election. Prince Laurent says, this shit is so stupid. The teaching isn't, the teacher isn't standing in front of the class trying to preach the values of the Quran. I have a feeling that some, these same parents are going to be come back in February complaining about all the black propaganda being taught. Right. Take my kid out of school for a month. Teaching them about Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. Olivia said, this type of parent is why school board elections are so important, right? This is why everybody needs to vote in the midterm. Uh, and then we had a comment on Lil Smackin' Good. 
it's the process the episode with Montoyas of beating the block that was a good episode we had a great time with him natasha says just stopping through with a quick yes another excellent episode of lips and good also don't judge me for listening to stuff out of order please Mm-mm, you won't be judged baby you, you pay for it you listen to it however you want i clear you can Leonard whenever brother whenever you want mm-hmm. and uh let's see i think yeah Leonard brothers left a comment for nomination for a tippy I would like to nominate Rob's Wakanda Black Panther, Black Panther rant from the beginning of episode 813. The funniest moment, that shit is hilarious. Have you read uh, the comments? I don't remember the comments up underneath it. I didn't read these. No. Did you? Um, yeah, because it had the musical nomination. We don't have a musical category, but they okay. want to motivate that yes, butt. Yes, 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 yes. My bad, my bad. <laughs> I don't know. I was looking like, I didn't see it. My bad, yes. Sorry, right, I forgive you. Um, we had one voicemail, so let's play that. Um, said play. Let's say for the play. Damn it. Well, I want to play it. Play it earlier. Yo, what's going on, uh, Black Guy with Tits on Family? Uh, Ron and Karen. It's Travis calling from Miami. Uh, I was listening to the podcast. You were talking about the election, you know. Um, the reason the medical marijuana didn't pass in Florida because they had a dude in, uh, Vegas, uh, Vegas. He spent, what, about $5 million in advertisement over here in Florida to, um, you know, if it won't pass, and, um, you know, motherfuckers fell for it, so that's one reason it didn't pass. Mm. And um, you was talking about, uh, well, you know what, I think in, in 2016, I think it's going to be a Republican president, man. Oh, I, see. I don't see Hillary Clinton. I don't, you know, she, she, you know, a lot of stuff she didn't support the president, and now she, you know, she's bashing Obama, for, you know, talking shit. <clears throat> and um, I hope she doesn't run. I hope, you know, somebody else, you know, do a better job, but um, I don't think too many people are going to come out for Hillary Clinton. So, you know, and it's going to be a tough year for Obama for these next two years, man, but um, I'm starting to see some sign that he don't give a fuck, man. You know, I see now he's hiring an uh, attorney general. He hired a black. He, I see he got a black woman for attorney general now, and, um, you know, he's sticking it to the Republicans. You know, they're going to try to give her a hard time, and um, they ain't going to try to put her through, but I think that was a good choice trying to, you know, put an attorney general as a black woman because uh, he figured, you know, you know, you might as well have an attorney, black woman for attorney general because they ain't going to, you might never see one in our lifetime. So, you know, he said, fuck it. Mm-hmm. So I hope he start do that, you know, for the next two years and just, you know, you know, try to do something. The Republicans, they're not going to try to work with him. You know, they ain't going to try to help him out. And he's just going to use that veto pen. There's going to be a lot of, you know, a lot of veto pen signing. So, you know. That's how it is, but uh, we just got to see, wait and see what happens, and, um, you know, that's about it. So uh, love the show and um, spreading the good word, and um, y'all have a good Saturday, and uh, enjoy yourself. Peace out. Peace. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know what's going to happen in 2016, to be honest with you. Um, cause... But I can see what he's talking about because, uh, you know, the Democratic fan base, Obama dro- Made groups of people come together, and you and Hillary Clinton, her personality. I don't know if she has that it to just make everybody come together, unified like he did. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely. I just, I'll just say, um, we'll see. Because at the end of right. the day, I can't imagine them presenting a Republican candidate that I believe in. You know, mm-hmm. it's like as much as we get all this shit about. Um, you know, as much as we get all this shit about people that, um, 
you know, that try to come to you after the election, like black people need to wake up, stop giving their vote away. It's like, so what would you do with your vote? Because I, I still don't see you because you're either going to tell me to not vote at all, which to me is asinine. Or you're going to say uh, you're not, but you're not going to say vote for Republican. So I don't understand. Like, but whatever. Um, we got some emails. Wolfgang wrote an email in. He gave us a video of a dude that walked down the street in like a tight shirt and uh, was it was getting street harassed uh, in New York by men and women. Um, uh, it was like, and it's and it's one of those things where it's like uh trying to prove like see men have it just as hard mm-hmm. yeah i'm not even i'm not even playing the yeah. video yeah it's not the same but boo it's not the yeah. same just stop uh episode 817 mark and rice in um high ride karen and justin as uh, always yes karen i was out of phone lines open oh yeah yeah i guess so 704-557-0186 704-557-0186 uh since we did pay the bill uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ashley, we paid the bill, so if you call this time, you won't get a, but it won't bounce back, dog. The lights are on. Uh, Markham writes in, hi, Ryan, Karen, and Justin, as always, love the show. I seriously ignored a lot of media coverage on things like Lena Dunham and street ha- harassment because, well, I don't get, I didn't give a fuck about their opinions. I just wanted to hear what y'all had to say. So street harassment. When I was like uh, four, maybe five, this creepy white dude followed my mom and I home from the grocery store about 10 blocks. I didn't get it now, then, but now I realize he was hitting on her the whole time. She did something clever, though. She walked in the front of a neighbor's house and told me to take my little brother inside. He was in the stroller. So I just cut through the lawn to our house, and he probably thought I was just going in through the back or something. I didn't want to leave her out there with that dude, but she gave me the black mama look, so I got more scared of her than him and took my ass inside. <laughs> Anyway, she talked him down and he went away. When I bring it up now, she just said, she said he was just crazy. And since she's a psychologist, she knew how to diffuse it and wasn't worried. But still, I'm a grown ass man and I still get scared thinking about that shit. Right. Another time I was just visiting my mom on break from school and was helping her with grocery shopping. And in the time it took me to put the grocery cart away and walk back to the car, some dude starts aggressively hitting on my mom who was telling him I'm married. No, thank you. I walk up and tell the guy to back off. He gets an attitude with me on some I was here first shit. Oh. I basically had to threaten dude with my motherfucker. That's my mama before he decided to move on. Needless to say, I've lost a lot of respect for people who defend this shit or can't see the nuance between saying hi and keeping it moving and whether a person, whether a person responds or not. All over my Facebook, men and even some women are trying to turn it into a fake social issue. Black people can't say hi to each other anymore. I don't get it. I just don't. It's like we can't as a people just say this is a negative thing we're doing. Let's knock this shit out. Yeah, man. I don't some real shit. Like I said, even in our chat room today and even on our Facebook page, <clears throat> you have people that are just like, I refuse to get it. They try to turn it into a different discussion. What about the terminology? It doesn't matter what the terminology is, mm-hmm. really. Because we're just saying don't do it. Don't do it. You know? You, you're trying to come up with a way that you can just keep saying this is okay. Because you couldn't possibly empathize with women for a second. You couldn't possibly do that. That's that's too crazy. Lena Dunham says, uh, Lena Dunham says, <clears throat> for the record, I never understood the hype or the hate. Right. I didn't like, here's the thing. I like the show girls. I do. Um, I like that they are a bunch of hateable ass, myopic, spoiled white girls. And 
they don't think about anybody but themselves and it's awkward and funny or at least it was i think it kind of fell off last season which is really hard to watch um but i don't understand and i didn't agree with the people that got mad that she didn't write black characters i have black characters on the show and wanted to force her to have them in now i don't mind you being mad that there's no black people on the show that's perfectly reasonable you know um the people that were like she need to change it and put black people on the show i thought they didn't get it i don't need a person that's ignorant to black culture and black people and don't hang out with them in real life <clears throat> inventing black characters because something fucked up's gonna happen with that mm-hmm. so i didn't want to force that into the show but if you just want to say fuck her she don't even like black people have them in her show i get it um when our show came out, I thought, ugh, a TV show about younger, dumber, and less successful version of the white girls I went to college with. I didn't get the hate or over race, as I know uh, from having moved in those social groups that there aren't any black people. Like, seriously. Yeah, I mean, see, that's the thing. It's not that she doesn't know of black people. I'm sure she went to school with some. I'm sure somewhere in her class or whatever. But she didn't hang out or socialize with them, so she never it never crossed her mind to even put them in her shit like seriously my white friends post pictures from college days on facebook and it's always me and this other dude unless we were out of town or hanging out with black people that day like i know a rich white girl from nyc who went to be on to be a tv producer let's say she made a show and the one black character was her friend from seattle that came now came through now and then people would freak but guess what 100 percent true to life didn't get the hype either. She's not doing anything to advance the cause of women to be a feminist icon. Her show is about self-destructive women. If a black woman made a show like that, respectability police would freak. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Uh, they already do. Uh, well, the other thing too, though, is to be honest, like, I feel like she did have some feminist stuff to her work. Um, if we're being a hundred percent real. Um, just the fact that she was not a very attractive woman that got naked on TV was a huge step for a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it's talking about body images and being comfortable. So I don't want to take that away from her just cause people are upset with her. Right. Uh, yo, you're on with the blackout tips. Hey, what's up? This is B. Cole from Minneapolis. How y'all doing? What Good, up, B. Cole? Sweetie. Not much, not much. Um, just want to laugh at the Sweetie Dunham situation. I mean, I'm not sure. I'm assuming the statute of limitations in New York has run out. But by her own admission, she should be charged with rape or at least sexual assault assault on a minor. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of people not even coming to that concept that she could actually do something wrong, that they're just kind of whitewashing this whole thing and, and saying, oh, well, that's just what all little kids do. Um, yeah. it's, it's more said something like, I ain't never played like that with my family. And I was like, me neither. That shit is crazy. Yeah, it's more weird to me that the group of people that support her are typically the same group of people that try to bring down other people when they fuck up. So, So it's like, what's so different about this fuck up than, like I said, when when... Daniel Tosh uh, makes a rape joke or something, and it's like, boycott him, take him shit off the air. This is the problem. He's spreading rape culture and blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, this person literally wrote about a sexual assault, molesty-style situation and sold it and made money off of it. How's this, How's this? like, Daniel Tosh didn't actually rape anybody when he made that joke. Mm-hmm. How, how is this not worse, and why aren't you trying to shut her down? Oh, because you like her. 
Exactly. That's the only thing. They, they, you know, I don't even think they like her. I just think they like the ideas that yeah. she stands for. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, cause like I was just saying in the chat that she has fully taken on the character of Hannah. And it's like, I know she's basing that character off of certain instances in her life. Mm-hmm. I think directly that is the, that was her life. Yeah. Cause I, this I makes so more too. sense every time something happened. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I think um, what I liked about the show is that she did show a level of self-analysis that most young people don't have. And I, I think she should get credit for that because it wasn't just here's my life, but it was like, here's actually when I do stupid shit. And here's why my friends are kind of stupid. And here's why, like, like the first episode is her getting cut off from her basically adult allowance. You know what I mean? And being told to get a job. And, like, it wasn't sympathetic towards her. It made her look like a spoiled piece of shit. And I was, and like, like I said, when it has moments like that, I think the show is actually brilliant. Because most people couldn't write something like that about themselves. Like, they, right. they try to explain to you why they weren't really wrong. And with hers, it's like you actually can look at it and be like, no, you're really wrong. You're really wrong here, and you need to, like, grow up. And I think that's the difference when the show is at its highest level. But there's too much time where it's not at its highest level, and it's just not good. So. I agree. I agree. But just wanted to say my thoughts, and y'all doing a great job. And Thanks, Biko. Hopefully I can see y'all again. Thanks, Biko. Peace. All right, peace. Peace. Um, let's see, uh, was, uh email, da, 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 da. <clears throat> yeah, so, says, uh, da, da, da. yeah, I don't know, I guess she's a blank canvas, young, broke feminist bloggers need a hero that is successful, and black feminists have an easy target to direct all their issues with white women that were fucking with black feminists, that's true too, like, she does catch a lot of heat for shit that, just the idea of her, like B. Cole said, that's a great idea, that's a great point he made. Mm-hmm. I swear 90% of the noise around Lena Dunham has nothing to do with Lena, everything to do with what with the people making the noise. I guess she's the patron saint of a certain class of white feminist blogger and the devil of, fem, of black feminist ones. Meanwhile, the evil white dudes that fuck us all over keep making things worse while black and white women are fighting each other. Great. The think pieces have been especially terrible as, out, as outside of your show. No one talks about whether her sister has issues from Lena always invading her privacy not treating her like a separate person and you know sexual abuse nor are there are they having frank discussions around molestation being more complicated than something simple like Penn State and Sandusky instead we get she's an artist leave her alone you evil men now let's talk about me and how <laughs> or how fucked these men are or fuck that bitch and fuck white feminists now can we talk about my issues and how I hate these feminists defending her? Right. It's all fucked in my opinion. Anyway, this is probably too long. Thanks for the great show. Appreciate all you do. First of all, that was a great email, Markham. Mm-hmm. And um, secondly, I pretty much agree with everything you said. Mm-hmm. Like, that it, I do think it's bigger than her, and it has been and always will be a, bigger than her now because she represents a sort of uh, disregard for black feminist and black people's issues and anyone who's just not a white woman's issues you know it's kind of like how percentage wise white women still vote republican in a lot of places uh percentage wise because they just want equality with white men 
not equality for everybody. Right. They're just concerned about their group. And, and they're all white women that are concerned about everybody. But the people that have the most vocal don't yeah. really care about anybody outside of that group. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you benefit from it, cool. But we really ain't worried about you and your issues. Yep. Um... But uh, this week's shows from a man, Charlie Scooty, said, What up, Karen and Rod? Awesome week of episodes. The topics were filled with insight and hilarity. On the topic of street harassment and men speaking out against it, I think you, Rod, receive pushback more frequently because of your platform and popularity. Many individuals will quickly attribute your statements as ploys for listenerships and passing pat the back. Yeah, that's, that's, that's happened already. People have been like, Well, I know you're just saying this so you can get them clicks. Nigga, for what? For why? We're doing okay. Right, we're doing okay, and I've never had any position on this show actually lead to more people paying me ever. Mm-mm. If that was the case, I'd be showing up every day pandering to fucking white people with money. Every, you know what? I hate niggas. Niggas ain't shit. <laughs> Tell you that much, and you know the real problem is that goddamn Obama. Anyway. And you know who's right? Goddamn Herman Cain. Yeah, I actually agree with Bill O'Reilly on this, and I got to co-sign Don Lemon, okay? I'll, anyway, I'll see you guys tonight. I'll be on Don Lemon's show live on the air. So uh love to talk about that with him. Yeah, I could easily have sold. If I was going to sell out, I wouldn't sell out to black people because <clears throat> that's not where the money is. So right. if you're going to be a sellout, you're going to sell out to the shit you uh, don't agree with. I mean, well, not don't agree with what, what, what the money is, which is why I don't necessarily agree all the time. Um, Karen's laughter during the playback of I don't like Big Dick's video was everything. Rod, thank you for setting a good example for us black nerds on how to be social, love women, and still be a gamer. Keep up the good work. Peace. That thing was hilarious to me. She believed that shit. She yeah, was fight. she did. She's like, mm, don't be doing that shit to me. God damn it, Cleveland, and some other shit from my man Higgs. <laughs> we should have say balls deep. <clears throat> Dr. Dostax says, <clears throat> what's, cack- what's cracking Rod and Jay Trillius Lannister? Oh, wait, is this for balls deep? This might be for balls deep. Yeah. Oh, yep, you guys don't get to see this one. Balls okay, because I was about to say that. Normally that's... he writes like balls deep in the title or something. Okay. And he didn't this time. He just put the title god damn it cleveland some other shit and i was like cleveland i was like this show don't sound like no black guy who tips all right we got a long one from bk who writes um i'm jumping ahead because of as of this moment moment i don't know if you address lord jamar feminist the jones situation on the show um no we have not pretty much don't give lord jamar any run on my show <laughs> hair got him on my mouth anyway they went back and forth on the whole issue of street harassment. As you go through the tweets, you might see things that could be considered victim blaming and false equivalences, but it all culminated with Lord Jamar posting a trio of images of Feminist Jones, presumably from her own Twitter account, and tweeting, if you see at Feminist Jones on the street, make sure you say hi and wish her a blessed day for me. This tweet came has been called an online bounty by Feminist Jones or one of her followers. While I don't know if I'm willing to label it that, it was definitely fucked up. As someone who respects Jamar to a certain extent based on some of what he has said in videos and his status as an elder in hip-hop, I gotta say that Jamar took an L with this one. Even though he never explicitly encouraged dudes to harm FJ, he violated by retweeting her pics and then telling dudes to approach her in any kind of way. 
people are going to come back with, well, these were the pictures she put up, shit, but a reasonable person knows there's a difference. And and if I if I don't know a person, I wouldn't be the type to just post or retweet any of their images and then tell people to go up and approach them. What's crazy is that earlier Jamar actually had a worthwhile tweet about the street harassment issue and encouraged fellas to approach females without being crass or rude or to take into account that if females you are approaching have been approached in a fucked up way before leading them uh, before you're leading them to be on the defensive. Me trying to be Bob Marley, Mr. Peacemaker would want to see Feminista Jones and Jamar squash this shit. I really don't think Jamar hates black women or wants anybody to harm Feminista Jones, though she directly said she doesn't feel safe even communicating with the dude. Yeah, I wouldn't at that point either. Mm-mm. I mean, I think that's a reasonable. See, that's the thing. When you're not the person and you're kind of being objective, it feels reasonable to say like, well, I'm sure that person didn't mean any harm and I'm sure they could work it out. But when you're the person that it's happening to, I would never feel I could trust or be friends with or make up with somebody that told people to like approach me on the street, especially knowing the amount of people that deal with Feminista Jones that do have a problem with her and do carry animosity towards her and the amount of threats she gets, the amount of rape stuff she gets. I mean, she talks about a lot of hot button issues and topics that uh, people already have problems with Mm -hmm. uh, before you get to the idea of, hey, she lives in this place. And if you see her say something, not to mention she's very tall, she's very shapely, she stands out. So you're going to have people that might really see her and go, I'm going to say something to her. And that's if everybody understands that Lord Jamar's being on an up and up. Some people might really think he's giving the code or like, nah, go up and fuck her up or something. Right. You Doing know, that- this is the same city where um Viv Stiviano got beat up by ran- two random dudes um during the um the donald sterling shit you know and they just turned out to be two random dudes they didn't like have an agenda no one paid them they just beat her up on the street you know so uh i i don't know that like i I know to you you feel like you're helping when you're like well everybody should be able to calm down and you know straighten it out but i guarantee you if i was in her position i would not feel like we can be calm and cool and work it out yes and everybody doesn't even no matter what his um intent was everybody's reading that isn't gonna interpret that the same that's just the, the same way a lot of uh racist people dog whistle to other racist people but they frame it in a certain way where people go hey well you know i heard what you said so i'm just gonna do it but i'm gonna overreact you can't control those people yeah, and while he might not have meant it as a bounty, he might right. not have meant it as even a negative thing or whatever, mm-hmm. he knows that she, she, her and many women are expressing, I do not even want to be approached this way. Right. He knows he's at least being annoying or putting her in a space where she feels very uncomfortable because mm-hmm. she says she doesn't like it. So he's telling people, well, approach her in a con- in a nice manner. She doesn't want to be approached at all. Right. Like that's the that is the privilege and ultimately the undoing of all of this. I'm just being nice shit. Right. It's like I said, he proved my point. The undercurrent of all this. Hey, smile. You know, you're not going to say hi back. The undercurrent of all this shit is we're bigger than you. We're stronger than you. And you can't make me do anything. So I'm going to do what I want to. I find you attractive, you're a woman, and I'm going to speak to you, and you just need to deal with that shit. 
that's basically what's happening yes and it doesn't matter if you're trying to say it with a smile or you're saying the shit with a frown it still comes off threatening and it still comes off creepy and it's still a um like 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 even if he thinks it's some type of big joke it's still unwanted and therefore that's why it has malicious intent is because Mm -hmm. she told you she didn't want to and you go it's not about what you want it's about what i want and what i want is for people to approach you and just go this is what you need to understand right and that and that's the problem and when you talk to people and they want to argue about it at the end of the day who gives a fuck about you and your opinion what does she want she wants to be left alone leave her alone the end any other arguments any other debates well uh, that's not threatening to you i don't give a fuck about what you feel like threatening what feels threatening to her and every woman is different every woman has their different levels of what is considered threatening and it's just one of those things where because you don't know the best thing is just to leave them alone but because you feel like i have the right to approach a woman and i and as a man i have the privilege and the right to say and do what i want to do and she just got the goddamn deal with the shows like we said before you have no empathy or sympathy for the opposite sex period and there's there's nothing else we can say or debate about it in my mind yeah like i said he when he told people to approach her in a nice manner knowing how it would affect her it tells you what it's really about right so you, you know let's stop trying to act like it's not a power play guys I might be wrong, but I think he fucked up trying to be funny, clever, but didn't have any malicious intent. I think it is malicious when someone tells you that this will make me uncomfortable. And you go, hey, fellas, if you see her on the street, let's do this thing to her. That she expressed that she's yeah. not comfortable with. It's kind of, You know what it's like? It's like when people are ticklish and you go, I'm going to tickle you. And they're like, "That don't do that. I actually don't want to be tickled. I'm very ticklish. And you do it anyway. And it's like they're laughing but they're actually pissed and they're like i told you not to do this shit and then you don't understand why they're like fuck you you know it's like but i wanted to do it to you and it's funny to me and that's all people care about it's funny it's fun to me to say this shit right but as as with many types of debates the knee reactions are strong on each side one side feels like black feminists and feminists in general are too sensitive and overreact to everything the other side feels like men are boorish and disrespectful. And the sad truth is somewhere in the middle where the rational people reside. Sisters should not have to feel like they're under attack every day they walk down the street. Heterosexual brothers do need to realize that while there's nothing wrong with appreciating a fine-ass woman, be respectful. And if a woman isn't receptive, fuck it. Move along and holler at someone who be more receptive. Um, Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. I, that last part, like I said, I don't know that it's about knee reactions or even um, knee-jerk reactions or um, black feminists being too sensitive and shit. And I'm one of those people that do, I do think there's way too much, like, uh, like overreaction and, and vitriol on Twitter and shit. I do understand that, but mm-hmm. um, I, I, it's like you have to pick and choose, you know, because sometimes you, people have a point. I think this is one issue where women have a really good point. And... Uh, I think sometimes if you don't, uh, like, like I said, if you follow me on Twitter, you see that I don't really pander to or fall into any group. Like I don't have a cause. I don't have, you know, but sometimes I just see certain things that resonate with me. I'm like, that's a fucking good point. And I think that's what the street harasser thing is. is mm-hmm. That's a good point. And that's something we can stop. That doesn't seem to be that big a deal to, to it's, it's not that big a deal for me to not say hi to every attractive woman I see correct you know doesn't doesn't change my day at all 
he also wrote i think i broke a card in the rule by sending two feedback emails trying to slide this in late but i had to throw some feedback at episode a15 a16 that's not a rule you can send emails mm-hmm. i hit on the street harassment thing a little bit in the jamar email but the harassment issue is is too simple and plain for there to be a real debate stop making women feel uncomfortable uh stop uh show some respect most rational women aren't going to complain about dudes that come at them correctly that's the thing i'm saying that i find it so hard to understand is i we've people have approached women before mm-hmm. it's not like we're stupid like an actual legitimate approach to a woman to try to like get her number or get her to go on a date with you or whatever just is not high good morning that's not it that's like nothing like that literally is the least you could do you know what i mean like the odds of that working are so low that you know that i don't even i wouldn't even count that like if i went out and said i'm gonna try to get five women's phone numbers today i wouldn't count any of the high damn girl you fine none of those count because nobody turns around and goes well here's my number anyway right you've made my pussy wet no i do hear too many females mad about dudes just saying good morning or hi it's the yo mops type dudes that are super aggressive borderline stalkers that they have to complain about do uh they have to complain about a be- they have a beef with um well nah see i think the high see that's the thing stop being tone deaf the high dude sometimes is high with a side of dick right it's not always just a high yeah like i said in the video the fact that these guys see dozens of people walk by but they only say hi to her it's not just high so stop don't don't try to don't try to cover it up with these extra like there's nothing to be slick about here you know like because if he said hi to her and a group of people if he said hi to her he keeps it pushing like what is it about men why do men think that women can't tell when they're being attracted, when they're being approached sexually? Right. Almost like women are dumb and every man that approaches her, she automatically knows she can tell your thought process. She knows if it's a regular good morning. Right. She knows if, you, if, if you're if you trying to give her a side of dick. She just knows you. She doesn't know anything about you. You're a fucking stranger to her. She does not know. And there's a lot of dudes that use that good morning as a way to say, here's some dick and, it's, and she can pick up on it and she she still has the right to say that shit is annoying yeah like i said i'm <clears throat> it's not just high man we know it come on not every woman is going to want to be bothered and when they drop the hint just move on no need for fuck you bitch you ain't all that anyway bullshit after she tells you she's not with it no matter how we come across she's not under any obligation to talk to us just let that shit go right. i'm going 32 years of my life without street harassing a female so i'm sure i'm not sure why this is a hard concept to grasp for some brothers right i agree sweetie yeah i don't even defend it i don't even want to give cover for it because i don't do it and it ain't been a struggle to not do it my whole life it's just easy to not do it's actually easier to not do um and like like i said it's not even the problem isn't like hey man i don't like because i've noticed a lot of guys keep saying well just be polite don't say fuck you bitch when she says no yeah the problem is even the fuck you bitch dude starts off polite until she says no and then he gets mad Yeah, and after, it doesn't take but a few of those to make it go eh, this is none of this is worth it just don't even approach me right i don't know if you're going to ignore me i don't know if you're going to say fuck you i don't know if you're going to actually physically assault me i don't know if you're going to 
fucking turn around and shoot me, hit me with cars. It's all kinds of shit that happens, and it all start off with, he approached her. She said no. He was like, well, fuck you, bitch. Here's some of my bumper of my vehicle. You don't know, and because you don't know, you just want everybody just to leave the fuck alone. Because all you want to do is to make it to your destination. You ain't trying to get killed. Yeah, maybe 99 dudes didn't say shit. They just said, okay, well, she didn't speak. And then that one dude goes, fuck it. Well, to her, how does she know? How does she know? I guess I should just keep taking a chance, huh? Right. And also, <clears throat> it boils down to, uh, like I said before, it does not matter about her and what she thinks is, here's my dick, and you're just going to have to deal with my dick in your face, regardless if you want it to be there or not. Well, Karen, you're too old school, and I can't relate to your point of view. Apparently not. Weird-ass Gomeshi. I think people with those t- violent-type sexual fetishes need to really get really to really explicitly get consent before they end up on a cell block with a roommate that has some violent fetishes. Lena Dunham, what the fuck was she even thinking? She wrote the passage in question and there is no debate that she did. And now rational people and how rational people would react to it, conservative or otherwise. She definitely needed to be more aware and not put that shit out there. She didn't want to feel the pushback. By the way, I'm four years older than my brother. And at no point in my life did I inquire about his anatomy or sexually violate him. Yeah, me too. I got a little brother, and I never was like, let me check inside your butthole. <laughs> I choke slammed him and some toys and farted in his face as a prank, followed by a couple of non-Adrian Peterson caliber spankings, but I ain't do some Lena Dunham <laughs> shit. Karen is on point when she mentioned that the parents should have corrected that behavior. Mm-hmm. The Hope My Son Stays White story should highlight the reality of white privilege for those that benefit from privilege, although people will still deny that it exists. Episode 816. At this point... I wouldn't be surprised if Lauren Hill is eventually late for her own funeral. <laughs> the mansplainer, that dude, no wonder she does her songs fast, by the way. I just realized that. Because she showed up late. It's funny how I'm going to change the situation. Oh, they're turning off the lights. Turn off the lights. Hurry up now. <laughs> yeah, I ain't got much time. I already showed up 45 minutes. Like I got 15 minutes show. <laughs> you might win some, but you just lost one. It's funny, you just lost one. You might win some, but you just lost one. You might win some, but you just lost one. You just lost one. You just lost one. All right, we got to get out of here, guys. They're wrapping up. They're wrapping up. Last call, last call. Right. Last song, please. Would it hurt so bad? Would it hurt so bad? Would it hurt so bad? Yes. Um, The mansplainer, that dude was a damn fool. He kept reaching for shit and getting shot down it's like watching someone drowning themselves in the toilet amanda was on the show my brother and me as a kid and i if i remember correctly uh that's a useless fact gop black chick stacy dash huh they both can be very annoying with their commentary ironic that dash mentions plantation mentality when she's operating as the house negro for conservatives it's a rare fucking day when gop black chick says something that totally doesn't piss me off <clears throat> looks like there is only room for one black female republican sycophant Ben fucking Stein, y'all need to create a hall of shame to put this asshole in. I felt, I felt much better when his claim to fame was Bueller. Bueller. His assertion that blacks only vote for blacks has me shaking my head. I ain't seen too many brothers and sisters running out to support Alan Keyes. Right. How come that, that never say, whatever they do, black people only vote for black people. Well, did it work for Herman Cain? Right. I mean, if we were just looking at race, why ain't we turning out for y'all? Oh, because we do have some issues we like. Mm-hmm. Besides, ever since we got the right to vote, we pretty much had our choice of white politicians to vote, and nobody had a problem with that, right? Nobody ever said shit when we voted for Clinton at 90%. That wasn't racist. That was just voting for our interests. 
vote for a black dude all of a sudden it's racism i'm just waiting for the day that fox news comes clean and rebrands itself honestly as 24 7 no democrats at brown people network the shit they say on the air has me feeling like i've been punked well that's it guys <laughs> that's all the feedback for today thank you so that's much it, y'all. everybody who uh wrote in it's been awesome we'll be back tomorrow we should have um uh my man uh rich jones and my man wisdom is misery from the two guys one show podcast if i've scheduled that correctly so uh we'll see you guys at 10 a.m tomorrow so until then i love you i love you too baby